Hey, man, which way is it to the big party downtown? Probably downtown, right? Take a left at the big nerdy principal. Ooh, maybe we could ask these derp outcasts that look like they're in Slipknot. Or Leslie Bibbs in her fantastic bitch costume. Is that Brian Cox? Because I think he's drunk again. Pissed whooping kids who say shenanigans. Here comes the spooky! Trick or treat, smell my feet, and choke on a dick like my buddies. What's going on, all you chuds and chudettes? Here comes the Spookies back with episode 49. Tonight, we're going to talk about Search and Darkness Part 3 before we jump on over to wherever Trick or Treat's filmed and talk about that crazy shit. So sit back, relax, tie that buddy to a chair, don't get bit by a werewolf, and make him listen to your second favorite podcast. This shirt smells mildewy as fuck. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? I am your host, one half of the Dukes of Spook, Cincinnati Jeff. And with me always is my best friend, my partner in moldy t-shirts, Nachos Nguero. Nachos, how you doing, buddy? How are you doing? And everybody uh, that's uh, decided to join us on this wonderful Monday evening. Tired. Yeah. Tired. I feel you, buddy. We are recording on Monday because our standard weekend fair... Uh, we, we were unable to get together because I was out of town in San Diego. I legit like feel like I haven't seen you in two weeks. It's been a hot minute. It's been about two weeks. I flew I flew out of town. Uh, Boy, are your arms tired. <laughs> middle. Where's it at? Where's it at? <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> uh, flew out of town middle of last week uh, to my buddy, Jake Mang Jay. Jake Johnson. Uh, I want to give some shout outs to some fantastic people I got to hang out with this weekend. But he was getting married to a wonderful gal, uh, Patty, uh, and uh, hashtag Mang Wedding. <laughs> Mang Wedding. Yeah. That sounds like. <laughs> they had it on like this little banner as you walked in. <laughs> it's like, we thank you for coming, blah, 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 and all this like sweet words. And then it was bottom hashtag Mang Wedding. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, that's that's a good hashtag. You got to do it. So fuck it, man. You know, seize, seize the Mang. It was fun, but I uh, got to hang out. Uh, we got the four horsemen back together. So it was me, my good buddy, Matt D., my good friend, Pat D., Jake, and myself. So we were horsemen assemble. But how was Matt's beard, more importantly? Oh, it was fantastic, dude. Him, and, him and Jake were kind of throwing back together some ideas on the beard wax and best ways to apply it. And um, did they, like, weave their beards together and charted, like, you know, clotheslining people with them? <laughs> I saw the pictures. Uh, then, uh, beautiful, beautiful day to get married on Friday. Uh, gentleman that I met, my buddy, my now my buddy Greg, uh, who was just a fantastic human being, uh, gave a beautiful sermon. First time doing it, man. Really from the heart. Um, I really enjoyed myself. It was hanging out with him. Um, Patty had a sister, uh, part of the wedding party. Ceci, um, my counterpart on the bride's side. You know, the bridesmaid. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. which was Carmina. Um, and just all in all, just a good time, dude. I carried a lot of boxes. I drank a lot of booze. I smoked a lot of weed. Oh, what <laughs> was it? Not Sherman Merman. Uh, Sherman Hemsley came to town. Sure. Sherman Helmsley. Yeah. That's what, what I say. <clears throat> Sherman Herman. Sherman. Yeah. Uh, no, we'll get that. I don't be listening to the things you say. Don't. Uh, we, we, no, no real crazy shenanigans. We did break into the pool area. Me and me and Matt Dudley, uh, in the middle of the night. Um, in the middle of the night, night he's like Eric Davies because I love Matt Dudley he kind of uses everybody's first and last name together but he's, the way he strings it together it just comes out as one name Eric Davies 
Like, it's just, it's so nice. But we, he's like, we're going to get caught. I was like, fuck it, Matt. We're in our 30s. Like, who gives a shit? You know what? Security guards walks out. You guys start making out. Turns out, turns out the Kings Inn in San Diego did have a security guard. And he's like, it's like two in the morning. He's like, how'd you guys get in there? And like, before I can even answer, he goes, do you understand what a locked gate means? And younger drunk me would have been like real shitty and just like just looking for a little bit of trouble but i was like half drunk and half stoned so it's pretty mellow and i just was like look man don't call my mom i don't have the energy to be clever <laughs> with you we have the fucking fence and he's like you gotta get out of there so then it was like cool can you just let us out because it was a bitch getting in here and he just goes no get out the way you came in <laughs> and i, I thought to myself they fucking come in here and get me man like i would have grabbed his name tag and been like look gary you used to be fun what happened right so if you ever go to san diego you stay at the king's inn know that security is tight butthole tight <laughs> you will lose a wedding ring in that shit <laughs> ah man so it was fantastic how, how about you buddy would uh did anything crazy uh we got i know we got something that you did this weekend that we're going to talk about okay but uh, anything else while i was gone anything fun I went to some weird bars in St. Louis and got drunk and checked out a bunch of Halloween decorations and ran into some people that work at the haunted house that thought they knew more about horror movies than I did. <laughs> Boy, were they wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amy was there. Oh, Amy. I didn't leave you out. Amy. Good. Yeah. Amy. Good. Amy. Good. Amy. Fantastic. We had a lot of good conversations about horror movies, Salem, Massachusetts. It was a blast. It was a blast. Uh, Okay. So, moving on, we got some news. Oh, I got a bunch of shit to talk about. News and stuff. Perfect. So, I'll run through these. You said you got a few things, and then yeah. we'll continue. First up, In Search of Darkness 3 is being made, and you made made take two and you can back it now. If you haven't had a chance, you can purchase all three documentaries at once, no shit. As this will be the third and final entry in the series, and this is the this will be the only way. Yeah, because your boy slept get, on him. to get physical with it, and that same Whoa, thing, same thing, right? Get like physical with. I it. told everybody to do it, but I was like, oh man, I can't. Like it was like, I it's, it's hundred bucks a pop or some shit. Like so that. no, this is nice. So you can back all three. It's sixty sixty five dollars. You get all three Blu rays. Okay. Um, all the special features. Well, and these that, are like massive documentaries. That sounds like twenty dollars a pop. That's a pretty good deal for a documentary blu-ray and they're like i think four hours a piece somewhere around there with all the all the all everything that's on it so when you really break it down you're getting quite the deal that's right kids if you watch these documents you may know as much about horror movies as your boy cincinnati Jeff. here's the cool thing about the third one is they've got tons of stuff to go over for sure it's in 3d plenty of movies that they haven't touched um they're bringing bobby e back in to talk to him tom savani Savini, whatever you your want to preference, say, right? Um, but if you back it um, before the deadline, which is is uh, is approaching fast, you can they'll send you a questionnaire. Oh, you can pick a movie at any level. If you back it, you get to pick a movie. So if enough people are like, I want to fucking hear about Street Trash, Greasy Strangler, boom, right? Oh, well, it's probably in the not 80s. the Greasy It's an '80s horror, so it'll be you know whatever. If enough people are like. Yeah, 10 fucking people voted for Street Trash. Street Trash is now going to be one of the featured movies that they talk about. Like it could, And it could be anything. Because you know they're going to touch on the big stuff. Well, yeah. So, like, if all the backers got together on Reddit and were like, hey, let's, 
get them to talk about you know fucking shit Let, like this let's dip into the esoteric right night of the demon with bigfoot oh, we can have it on there you know the movie where bigfoot rips that dude's dick off right yeah i think it's episode i seven think it's also known as night of the demon too uh so like that's that's really fun right that's really fun oh uh what uh forgot to ask what do you have in there buddy oh i have a delicious course banquet how about you, buddy? I am drinking a O'Fallon pumpkin beer out of my ale horn that my man Jake Mang you know You're got me. With it. Let me snap a little picture real quick. Got me for as a thank you for being in his wedding. Thank you for being in my wedding. And I'm enjoying the shit. You look like such a fucking goon. Good. All right. Uh, with my Wu Ting shirt, and my Coors Light fucking or Coors Banquet overcoat. Right. So, all right. Uh, next up. Back that shit, by the way. Um. Trailer for Scream 5, a.k.a. Scream. It's Scream 5. Is out now. So it was out last week. We didn't get a chance to talk about it because we were doing things. And we I were was Halloween out of town. high. Right? Um, we both saw it. Dude, I am fucking pumped. Uh, and I'm going to go full spoiler. So if you don't like it, suck my dick. <laughs> so I'm calling it Dewey and or Courtney Cox are going to die. Yeah. Or definitely Courtney Cox because she looks beat. She needs to be retired. Either just gonna kill her because she's looking rough. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna. You're not transitioning well to celluloid, so we're gonna fucking. No, dude, she looks like a fucking. <laughs> we're gonna fucking put you put you out. She of, looks like you out to pasture. She looks like a Halloween mask. Uh, her fucking coconut monkey bangs are gonna come back to kill her straight up. <laughs> and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you know I'm mother talking motherfucking talking about Scream Three and those tragic coconut monkey bangs she has i want to be coconut monkey when you go out of town to like a tropical resort and you come back with those little coconut monkey sculptures with the little bangs like that that's exactly what i'm motherfucking talking about so we mm. we we chatted uh like the day after we saw it um and we obviously what everybody noticed right randy uh not randy uh, Stu's house mm. Stu's house Man. was in it and so mm. i talked to you and i don't know if this is a thing or not but i think it could work out really well if anybody's out there listening is when Randy left the tape yeah. for the Scooby Gang yes. in uh, Karen Cole Three. Yeah, creepy Karen. Yeah, creepy Karen. We were putting videos in the porn. Shut section. up, she's nice. Yeah, that was just, um, that was a good bit. I'm calling that that Stu Matthew Lillard is going to be in this movie, but I'm saying that him and Billy Loomis left a tape from their perspective as the killers for inspiring slasher to be exactly. And these new killers in scream five found that shit. And that's what inspired them to start this whole thing. I think that would be cool. I don't know if I'm alone. I really don't want the killer to be Matt Lillard. That rhyme. But if they do, if that is the case, when they pull the mask off him, I want him to say, and I would have gotten away with it for you damn kids. Cause he was shaggy. <laughs> well, you don't, see him die he just gets a big tube tv on his head but he they reference that he is in fact dead it's not like oh they never found his body like but what if they tucked him away up some nuttery because this is like well fancy they, california where they're like oh we could just tuck our son away because he he's a little fucked up the way that they speak of him in two and in three like he definitely got fitted for a toe tag it's toe tag tonight because Stu was a pussy ass wet rag, and Billy Loomis, was a, Billy Loomis, was a fucking what the fuck? Was a mama's boy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you ever speak ill of my poor Billy? Shut up. Randy spoke poor of Billy, and I got a little knife happy. It's my yeah. favorite line from two. He actually, so that carries over to Roseanne. Um, Aunt Jackie actually killed Roseanne, not the methadone. <laughs> or whatever the fuck. I don't know. That shit's dumb. Pill popping bitch. Fucking All right, two more for me. 
Uh, Halloween Kills was released in theaters. Was it? And we watched that. I've seen that shit like six times already, dude. I did, I've watched it three times. And we're, we're just going to get into this right here hot right takes, now. Hot All takes. Right. It was awesome. It was awesome. Now, I'm going to get the I'm going to get the cons out of the way. Yeah. That part with the Oh yeah, this is spoiler as fuck. So, yeah. heads up. So, that part with the escaped mental patient that isn't Michael Myers who kind of looked like uh It is, but ben, it isn't a spoiler cuz it doesn't he, really He looks like Ben Franklin. Does. And that was stupid and that went on too long and Yeah, but when he popped. Oh, yeah. That was neat. He was that was gorific. That was neat. I and didn't like, hate it so much. Was it unnecessary? Yes. But I did like it, how it was showcasing how things can get out of hand with people. A mob mentality. Right. To quote men in black, a yeah. human is intelligent, you know, when left alone. But as people are fucking stupid. And I, think I, they, I think they also said that on January 6th during the insurgency. Oof. And yeah. Right. I remember they'd say that when you go into Walmart. No, I think they said free Brandon. <laughs> I think that's what they said. Yeah, let's go Brandon. <laughs> Uh yeah, they are not saying free Brandon, not to get political or anything. Uh okay, let's, let's go Brandon. Let's go Brandon. Yeah. Okay, so, so dude, some of the dialogue is a little cringy, but whatever. I'm not going to a fucking horror movie for the it's dialogue. It's Halloween. I'm not going to a horror movie for fucking Shakespeare. You know, of uh, Yeah, I I don't know not this Machiavellian fucking play that I'm trying to watch. So this was technically the third install no it's a new trilogy so it's the second it's the middle part and people are like why are they introducing all these characters and not doing anything it's because it's called motherfucking setup because in that third movie looks well, like why didn't they kill the dipshit boyfriend in the first you know 2018 so he could die in the second film you're setting this shit up you know this is all part of a three-act structure like, well, Lori was, it's like, no, they killed off Karen. So the new movie can be the Allison and Lori show. And what, Lori's going to die. Straight what up. I've seen online is crazy because it's been a very, I love it or I hate it. There's never like a middle of the very road about polarizing. it. But it, I've seen more hate than love. But, you know, generally that kind of stuff gets the spotlight and yeah. is just, it, you're, you're really, you know, showcasing a lot more than people are just like, yeah, it was great. And I want to fucking move on with my life. Freddie in space. Uh, didn't necessarily care for it. He was tweeting about it. He really hated the thing in the middle. And I think he said something about the 1978 stuff that he wasn't super popular, like super happy about. And then went on to defend Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> that he thought that Halloween 2 by Rob Zombie was a better, a better movie and he's a big fan of it. And I unfollowed him on Twitter because normally I'm cool with what anybody says uh, to a certain extent. And if you got different during reviews, that's fine. But I'm sorry, dude. Ghost, unicorn, diamond, pony, mom shit. No, uh, no. That 1978 stuff was awesome. I really liked it. And Blink's like, you're yelling. <sighs> when I saw these, like, oh, it just really wasn't for me. But Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, that's where it's at. Mm, no. No boy. No. no. I don't go to horror movies to again to like see this crazy deep. Like I know what people are looking for. Our fan the friend the Phantom Bastard was like, fuck this movie. This is terrible. Dude, I'm sorry. Was there a your lot of friend the Phantom Bastard, not mine. Was there a lot of fucking No, he's your friend. Not anymore. Yeah. Talk about like, dude, did you see a lot of great kills? It yeah. Check the fucking box. Okay, and yes, granted. There was no nudity in this one. But you know what? I didn't need it. Halloween isn't a tit fest. It yeah. never has been. And, okay, I this is a 
the media has been buzzing about this, that Michael Myers is homophobic because he killed the Johns. No, if anything, Michael Myers is what's the opposite of homophobic because he didn't discriminate anybody. He killed every, everybody equally. Yeah. Fuckers, people, white people, gay people, women, kids. old people, kids, right? Dogs, dogs, <laughs> uh, wind chimes, <laughs> coloring books, cops, hoodie hoo. <laughs> Go That's the call for the kill. Um, <laughs> so that was a big thing. I mean, that kind of piggyback off. And of people the, on the internet were bitching about the Johns. They were like, this really took me out of well, it. Well, on our Twitter. <laughs> this was fucking, yeah, right? We even, like, some guy was like, that was fucking stupid and unnecessary. I liked it. I thought that they were humorous, I, and I liked a little change of pace. I liked that they were going around town showing what was going on. It wasn't just a Laurie show. It, it was, that's That was a huge factor to me. How many fucking movies have we had with Laurie Strode, and how often do we actually get to fit uh, focus on the people of Hattonfield? This was a nice little vignette. You know, each character kind of got their own little shit, and they died. Yeah. And also, Michael Myers is not homophobic because he even fo- posed the two dead gay dudes and they're fucking like little cutesy picture so if anything that's not some mock you know spite douchery it's like respects i like what you guys do with the house so here's a little right. respect you know cleaned it up a little nice and i enjoyed it thank yeah, you well where's your dead dog room? also oh. we saw him run no no okay so, like that's the only time i've ever seen mikey straight because you were like no he lunged at him yes he did because no, it's i went back runs I, at the cop I, I went back too all right so he does the exact same thing to bob in the first one he comes at him with like that shao khan kind of shed uh, not shoulder that fucking lunge. gusto what? it was it was impressive i'm sorry i'm sorry i watched i, I watched the two did a little inspection it was not not the same i think some of that mob stuff went on a little too long it is, and it kind of, it sort of ruined Tommy Doyle's part. I mean, it. no, dude, let's break that down. We are from the Midwest, actually. Like, we are where fictional Hattonfield should be, or, you know, like, not too far from here. Right. How many fucking broed out meatheads did you go to high school with that that dude turned into? Because there you fucking go. Because I hear people like, well, Tommy Doyle's a meathead. Newsflash, dipshit. Have you grown up in Illinois? Because there's a lot of that going on around here. No shit. No, I just, I felt like it was wasted because then we focused too much on the mob. No one listening to the people who were trying to explain that that is not Michael Myers. And then Tommy sort of fell down the wayside because of it. And then after it was all said and done, like, tries to rally. Yeah. It tries to be like this this redemption for the character. And it really wasn't there. Uh, Lana Dahl, a dialogue I could have gone without was Lori saying, you sheep. All right, Laura, you're starting to sound like my mom. <laughs> Damn, she did. She did fuck up that doctor, though, with like a knee to the oh, nuts. My, drop that fucking, drop that knee and then split herself open a little bit. Yeah. Uh, dude, I thought that part where like she's talking in there. She's like, nurse, my friend over there. Why don't you make it a double? Right. Give him right. some painkillers. Hawkins, let's, let's get fucked up. Yeah. Hook my buddy up. Right. Look, man, we both took a handful of blood thinners. We've had some Activia. <laughs> shit's gonna be coming out i'll lay on my back and spin like a fucking top because it's coming out of me one way uh I, I thought okay what was up with the mcpoyle kids in the flashback yes i know they're gonna i know they're not the fucking mcpoyles but they're the fucking mcpoyles yeah. they're gonna show up and get fucking murdered doyle rules pretty much pretty much uh uh i thought it was cool that they killed all the halloween three kids that was fun because those kids talked like they showed oscar 
yes yeah, one of the first ones in and there? then oscar's mom freaked out and you can see zartane's dick so, oh uh, uh and the the boyfriend from the first uh, one cameron cameron uh bummed to see pissed to see him back at first and he didn't die in the first one but what an enjoyable turn for that character you know what he kind of got a little redemption act yeah. i'm kind of pissed off we didn't we didn't see lonnie's death Mm-mm. yeah we didn't that 1978 stuff was fun. Yeah. They cut to the mute. Like you can obviously the John Carpenter score, the, the Halloween theme is the Halloween theme, but everybody kind of adds with their own little zhuzh to I it. I was right? listening to that soundtrack on the way over here. But Dude, when they it's cut pretty good, when they cut to the 1978 oh, scenes, straight callback. it's his theme. And then when they go to the modern day, it's obviously kind of a right. updated version. And it's, it's, it's subtle, but if you're paying attention, it's well, there. Well, do you think John like, Carpenter cool. has to write more new music? <laughs> He's like, I could be getting high and playing NBA Blitz or, or fucking, yeah, NBA Blitz. That's a game. Yeah, I could be fucking drinking Budweiser and writing stuff that people like and then taking it back 40 years later. Retcon. Honestly, I don't see why people are so butthurt about this movie. What did you fucking want from this movie? And it's, why don't you call us on our hotline and tell us what you thought of the movie? Our number is 704 666 one four. That's, That's right. Seven zero four six 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 two eight one four. That's right. So if you call us and let us know, because we've got a lot to say. How uh, we've been talking about it for like ten minutes. Well, but guess what? I'm gonna keep talking about it. I don't know what people want when they go to see these horror movies and like this is unnecessary. Like I had when I saw Candyman, I bitched when I got done with it. We saw Candyman. Candyman. Which one? Candyman. Candyman. Man. Oh, Star Crunch Man. Star Crunch Man. Because I had a certain expectation that I was going to see Tony Todd. They led me to believe that I was going to see Tony Todd. Did I see him? Yes. Did I see him for very long? Fuck no. It's a blink and you will miss it kind of thing. That's something to be pissed off about. Okay. But other than that, the movie was fucking okay. Wait, did you hear how they were hyping it? Like, dude, Nick Castle is going to be Michael Myers in this movie again. It's like, yeah, what'd he do? Oh, he was fucking breathing. Yeah. Good job. He's in it for like a second. That's it. You you breathe it all by yourself. He's all, he's cool. old. He's old man. I know. Can't be slamming fucking Camerons through fucking. They don't need stairwells. To, they don't shit. need to be fucking telling me like, oh my god, Nicol- Nicholas, he's returned. He's here from the, the underbelly of the beast. And it's like, nah, he's just gonna stand and go <laughs> in the microphone. Yeah. That's it. Put him in a role as an old man character on the side who gets fucking murdered. I thought sure brackets. <clears throat> that was kind of unnecessary. I didn't like how that was used. As I said in our last episode, Sheriff Brackett should have been the cause for the bus crash because he was trying to kill Michael in revenge for the death of Annie in the first one. And he then he'd be like, fuck, Lori, I accidentally set him loose. It's my bad. That would have been a great turn of events. But fucking nobody asks me these things before they make these movies. I am not a hater. <laughs> right. I let's have get, ideas. Let's get sold with Cincinnati Jeff. You know, yeah. they didn't do God a... God damn it, Danny McBride. They didn't do a goddamn thing with Special Agent Darius Rocker. He got his hat stepped on. That was his oh, story yeah, arc. dude, crazy. Like, Duke. He's like, damn, my hat. Creighton Duke gets so sexy. He's like, my fucking hat. And all these white people don't listen. And my fucking hat. So, what do, what do you think? So, when they showed, what was it? When they're in the bar, and okay, could you understand anything that fucking bartender was saying? <laughs> my grandpa. No, my subtitles <laughs> needed <laughs> subtitles, dude. <laughs> Jangalang. <laughs> Boom, how are you? I'm saying, man, I'm a ghost man. So then, like, there's a picture of his grandpa, and how are they? I, whatever. Yeah, so I'm sure that. I liked how they had the scene. peacemaker from fucking Silver oh, Bullet, the Huckleberry. Yeah, <laughs> why don't you just fucking call it the peacemaker? Right. If you're playing that up, dude, just lean into it and say, "Fuck it, we're going full throttle." This is the peacemaker. I did like my favorite bit of dialogue 
was was Dr. Nurse is like, Michael Myers in the backseat, go get him, honey. And he just goes, oh, fuck no, and goes the other way. That yeah, was good shit. Right? That's smart. That's smart. I liked that guy, and he got it dirty. All right, here's a callback. Do you remember when it's Hawkins and his buddy, uh, they're looking kind of like off, I don't want to call it a cliff, but they're looking like down the hill, and you see the radio tower in the distance. Mm-hmm. That's where uh, the bar it was right by the bar, and that's where they wrecked the car. Oh, nice. Yeah. Eye for detail. Uh, Hawkins! Did did Michael did he did kill he, again? Did he kill again? Did he kill again? Uh again! Again, Michael! Uh <laughs> I don't know. Real talk, dude. I'll say it. This movie kind of made up for fucking two decades of shitty bad sequels. Yeah. Are you gonna fucking say Halloween Resurrection can contend with this? Because you're smoking fucking crack, dude. Look, you want to talk about H2O? Go back and watch it. That movie fucking sucks. H2O? Yeah. Yeah. When we get to resurrection, I'm going to do a very good job of defending it. And when, when we leave, you'll be like, okay, Cincinnati Jeff, I don't like the movie any more than I did earlier. However, you make some very good points because I got a lot of fucking points to make about like, that and I can't wait. Because I like that movie. Because are you trying to tell mm. me that Halloween 5 is fucking better than this movie because you're smoking crack? Yeah. Halloween 4 is good. Halloween 6 is dog shit, but even I like it. Which yeah. version? Especially when you get the producer's cut. Uh, let's see. So, like, this movie... Kill him. Do it. Killed for me, Danny. It's like, no, really, dude. You get some of the best deaths in the entire fucking franchise. Pick your franchise. This tops it. Some of the best deaths I've seen in horror movies, fuck, the past 10 years? Maybe even more? Michael's fucking ham. You finally see him, like, angry, angry. He's just fucking killing. That knife to the eye. Oh, my God. And that goes on for a while. Yo, okay, so do you remember when they're in the hospital and there's the big black dude in the Letterman jacket? Mm-hmm. He's real brief. He's like, where the fuck's my brother? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he screams at the nurse. I'm thinking I farted. Uh, no, I didn't think I farted. <laughs> I farted. <laughs> I know. Uh, I think I farted. I'm looking at you I like, think I that's farted, weird. I but can, what I, are you so afraid of? I heard that I thought. shit in my pants. Well, we'll play it back. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So I'm thinking that's going to be like. That was know, a loud thought. You know what? And kudos that not every black person has to be fucking related in this movie. Right. Because, and I said it in the fucking movie. I was like, those are Julian's parents. Those were not Julian's parents. I'm sorry. I was just thinking in my fucking white guy Star Wars mentality that fucking the four black people in a galaxy far, far away are all fucking (laughs) Fucking related. related. I mean, everybody else fucking English. Anyway. All right. Uh, Let's wrap this up. And... Right. Talking this for like 15 minutes. I like it. People were mad at the jack-o'-lanterns in the beginning. It's like, no, do you not understand? This is the story about the town, so it's more than one pumpkin. Yeah, and that's why they're on fire, because they go crazy. The fucking internal rage furnace engulfed in the... Okay, all right. One last thing to say about the franchise itself before we move on is... I've heard that the director had basically confirmed that... The Halloween ends is going to be two years later. Four. Four years later. Four years. Okay. And they're going to uh, talk about COVID. Yeah, it's going to be set in, like, the world of COVID. And, and it, guys, I don't and think it, you and need they're, to and do And they're also going to do some politics in there. And that that bums me out because I don't need to be reminded oh my God. of fucking COVID. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No. Nobody so, does. This is supposed to be an escape. They shoot Michael in the face and his mask gets all fucking ripped up. So he has to wear a Trump mask the rest of the movie. <laughs> and he's grabbing people by their pussies. Boom. There you go. That's a data reference. Now, I can't imagine there's going to be a lot of it because they film these back to back. And 
COVID wasn't a huge thing. Like, it was a thing. It was a thing when they were filming. But, like... Do we really need to be reminded of COVID? Yeah. Because we're still kind of living in that. Yeah. Uh, I don't need... Like, I don't expect, like, oh, the Lord of the Rings fucking uh, TV show is going to come out and all the fucking elves are going to be fucking wearing mouthpieces because, you know what? They don't want to fucking breathe on each other. I don't need that shit. Uh, I'm here for fucking... To pretend and make believe. Yeah. You're gonna tell me that some fucking forty year old white guys? Oh no, so it should be like sixty year old white guy or whatever he is. It's like gonna be able to fucking beat up an entire mob. Oh, but hey, diseases—that's real. Like, fuck you. Put what? me in a suspension of disbelief and let me fucking go. Did you did you see the meme though? It, it's the Michael Myers is homopho- homophobic. It's like ah, oh, sixty year old white dude from the Midwest is homophobic. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Shock. Yeah. Shock and all. Shocker. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Now that we're done with that, I, I, I have something I just want to blurt out real quick. Go ahead. I never really thought of this. Halloween is an Irish holiday. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's a pagan holiday. So not all Irish people are pagans, but all pagans are Irish people because they celebrate it in ancient Ireland. There you go. I don't think that that's accurate. You'll see. Because it was celebrated here as well and not just by the Irish. Yeah, because that's the Christian or the Catholics stole it as they do with pagan holidays. And they celebrate it uh, in uh, it, in the Burning Man. And that's Somerset Isle is definitely not Ireland. So when did we start celebrating? 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 Like an island off of Wales somewhere. Well, or they something. copied it because they like, you know, it's a good time. It's over on. The, it's over in that chunk of lake edna that's right that's a kfc reference from 25 years ago so you're just like putting all europe Ugh. and ireland together and you're just like that's the irish yeah it's like they're ne- they're practically neighbors all right so when did we start celebrating halloween when the irish when i was born in 1985 came over that's like meet me in st louis i don't know during Samhain, or if you're fucking talking to dr loomis sam hain sam hain uh, so no, dude, because I like, like how I went through my entire life as did you and everybody else who called it Sam Hain. And they were like, actually, it's Sam Hain. Yeah. My one turns out we're actually all fucking morons. It's Samhain and yeah. Peg and Polly's like, uh, actually slides yeah. glass. How about up. you fucking retcon that carpenter? Oh my God. So it's just Halloween too. And then it's like, it's the celebration of Samhain. <laughs> it's just somebody's <laughs> totally different voice. No, because when do we start celebrating Halloween in the 1930s when the Irish immigrants came over kind of shit. And what's like the first movie to celebrate Halloween? Need me in St. Louis because those kids are going buck as fuck. And then in the 50s, the candy markets are like, we can make you. You could look this up. I'm going to let the Internet. I'm going to let the listeners look it up for me, a.k.a. Aaron Southworth from the Horror Horror Podcast. Check them out because he does like the fact check us quite a bit. And speaking of not Patreon members, I would like to thank all of our wonderful Patreon members and listeners. Hey, man, wait. wait. I have it. Oh, well, I you ne- shut the fuck up. I never say it, and I sound like a callous prick. I'll let I never you been- say it. I'll let you say it. Can I get through my shit? I wasn't done. I like our Patreon members. Go ahead. That's the wrong button. Crickets are for you, not for them. Here comes the spooky is having its 50th episode. So check out our social media to enter our giveaway and call the hotline. For real, though, all you got to do is like and or not even like just comment tag a friend on 
any of our social media posts. Okay. Any of them. Doesn't have to be the one that we talk about the giveaway on. Any now? Any from two years ago? Any that are going to happen all the way up until November 13th? Just tag a buddy and you get one entry into the pod, into into the giveaway. Tag two, tag five. I don't care. Tag celebrities. Uh, I don't give a shit. If anybody out there is listening, everybody out there, tag in Kanye. Dude be wearing all these white masks and stuff and looking weird this weekend. Tag Kanye. Maybe he'll listen. I don't know. I don't know. But we just want you to tag some people. And every time you do, you enter in the giveaway. I kind of wish, like, Kanye West. Where's my just, horn? I kind of wish, like. Very fucking heated. Kanye West would just Shia LaBeouf away. I like him. I like Shia LaBeouf. I like Conway's outlook. Conway. Conway Twitty. That's right. That's uh, Conway West. You might be listening to a different uh, music demographic there, sir. I like his outlook on anime. Anyway, um, we have uh, a, a decent stash of things to give away. Um, well, what, what do we have, Cincinnati uh, Jeff? Third prize is... Uh, so there's something physical for everyone. Third prize gets a digital copy of um, Ghostbusters and uh, pins, buttons... Um, there is a great vile consumption chud button in there for them and some koozies and stuff like that that, were, that we'll be mailing to your way. Uh, second place gets uh, Jaws on Blu-ray, which you're like, fucking Jaws on Blu-ray. But here's the thing about Jaws on Blu-ray. It's good. It's One, it's Jaws. It's awesome. Two, it's the only way to catch this documentary, The Shark Still Works, which is a fantastic hour and a half documentary on the making of Jaws, the history of all of it. Like, it's wonderful. This is the only way to catch it. So it's worth owning this on Blu-ray just for that. Even if you already fucking have Jaws, get it, because I don't think, like, the multi-pack has that special feature. It doesn't. So get this this version. We will give it to you. Uh, and on top of that, you'll get uh, digital copies of Scream 1, 2, and 3. Whoa, all uh, three of them. Ghostbusters 1 and 2, donated by our good friend, Mr. Chris Samples. Ain't he a peach? Uh, and a copy of something else I can't remember. Uh, on top of that, buttons, stickers, koozies. The grand prize, first prize winner, gets... Um, a hand job from Jaws, yours truly. Gets all the physical stuff already talked about with the koozies, buttons, and things like that. Gets the entire Chucky series on Blu-ray. Damn, son, I don't even have that. So I don't even. I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. I bought the fucking. I have the DVD set. That's what I. I was so pissed off. I yeah. walked out of there. I was like, yeah. And then I was like, where, where, where is Blu-ray? Where is Blu-ray? Yeah, I don't have no. Blu-ray. I don't. I don't either. The fans will though. Uh, also, the uh, first eight. Uh, from Crystal Lake to Manhattan or Vancouver, your choice. Uh, one through eight, <laughs> Friday the thirteenth. Don't like Friday the thirteenth on Blu-ray as well. So if you don't have that, if you only got the DVDs from way back in the day, you'll get those as well. All the new Blu-ray special features are on there. That's a lot of fun. Jaws on uh, Blu-ray as well, right? So you get all those fantastic stuff I talked about, and the most important thing: a eleven by eighteen hand-painted picture of Fluffy. The werewolf beast from the segment The Crate in the uh, movie, the 1983 classic Creep Show. Hey, and you can hang this up, not just me, Werewolf signed this for you, to hang up in your own fart factory. It literally says in the fart back, factory. put it all up in the fart factory. That's right. And you he signed can, it and dated it just you for you. From our fat, fart factory to your fart factory. Yes, this thing is cool. This thing is cool. Frame not included. Yeah, get your own damn frame. Yeah, get your own fucking frame. But you got a fucking hand-painted piece of art from not just aware of himself. That's right. So get out there, tag some friends. Don't just like the post. Liking it will do nothing for you. You got to tag a friend, tag a buddy who might also want to get in to win some free shit. That's all you got to do. We're going to pay for all the shipping. We're going to reach out to you and say, hey, 
Thank you for participating. You have won. Please give me your address or P.O. box, and I will ship this stuff to you. And I'll ship it fast. So goddamn fast. Sorry, right? the hedge, I'll be like, what? Have before Thanksgiving. So you can make all your fucking friends jealous, right? Somebody might even kill themselves because you're so goddamn rad at liking podcasts. They wish that they'd have fucking found out first. Yeah. Damn, I'm sad I missed out on it. Cool. Guess I better kill yeah. myself. 50th episodes only come around once. You know what your fucking parents are going to get for Thanksgiving? A dead-ass kid because you didn't win her fucking contest. Right? And here's the thing. It took him 50 episodes to make that goddamn painting. Because he's right. really slow and lazy. I am very fucking lazy. Yeah. People might that be- was supposed to be done for, like, the first episode. Yeah. I was like, hey, do some stuff. And he's like, I'm going to do some stuff. He didn't do any stuff. Actually, I started working on that when our pod- podcast was going to be called Glow-in-the-Dark Vampire Teeth. <laughs> Which, that's still a pretty good name. That's good. It's like a good, uh, that's like a, one of those, like that horror genre, like that horror rap genre would be good. Oh, no. Uh, maybe? Like a song title. Not a, not a, not a name. Not a super group name. Because I was really sold on Candy Corn Podcast, Glow in the Dark Shark, because it came with fruit snacks, mm-hmm. or uh, shark bites, and plastic vampire fangs. Yeah, you always got that one Glow in the Dark Shark that came in with the shark bites. Just the one. Yeah. You, luckily, every once in a while you get like two. You're like, damn, man. But it was not like an entire pack of glow-in-the-dark sharks. No, you can't eat glow-in-the-dark things. They'll kill you. It was a plastic shark that came with it. Do you remember? And then, like, they had they had a little shark where you pop it open, you put uh, baking powder in it, and then, like, the fizzy power propels it. I don't remember that. Uh, sorry, I'm a big fucking dork, so it's okay. So. All right, now. All right. A couple of things before we move on to the next part. We've only been talking for before, 36 minutes. Before we, we go even, take our smoke break. Got into the fucking movie. Not just would like to say something about the Patreons. Here is a list of them. Read it out, you big dumb dumb. They're up at the top. Oh, I was going to say, these are people from the movie. You fucking... You ape! I would like to thank all our wonderful Patreon members for supporting us because we couldn't exist without... Well, I mean, we could, but we don't want to pay for this. We do do better... That since you've supported us, we've been able to get better equipment. We've been able to update the you help fuel website. Our stupid. Uh, it's been able to help us host it at other places so that more people can reach out to it uh, to get the equipment or sorry the good stuff that we get to go like to th- give away. Um, you guys help fund that, and we really really appreciate it. For listeners like you, I'd like yeah. to thank UConn Tom Aerosmith, the motherfucking Matt Huey, John Stupid Piece of Shit Zinkin, Benjamin. Fucking hot dick welly. Noslin 80. I have nothing bad to say about you yet. John, my fucking roommate Mitchell, and Tetris Duras. Yep. That's uh that's yeah, an interesting Tetris your ass. Oh my god. What, what if we read his name backwards in a mirror and it means like the Tetris Rodis? And what if we accidentally like summon fucking like Gildna Radner? Oh. We'll do Coke with her and she'll die again. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting you to go there. <laughs> Holy shit. Stick around for plenty of other tasteless jokes. So, yours truly. yes, thank you from the both of us. And Thanks, not just Gary. you did a great job. I read words. Also, check us out on our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and call the hotline 704-666-2814. One thing I forgot to mention, uh, you can also enter the uh, giveaway by calling the hotline. 
What's that number again? 704-666-2814. And if you've entered elsewhere and then you call the hotline, you might even double your chances. You might even hear a fucking brand new message. Yeah. I'm going to put all these things in a hat. So if you did it 10 times, I'm going to fucking write your name on a piece of paper 10 times. It's going in the hat. You called the hotline. Now it's 20 motherfucking entries. How are we going to pull the name? Should I like... Uh, during the 50s episode, we're going to have a lot of shenanigans that go on beforehand. And you pour whiskey in my asshole, and then you fucking dunk a basket of names on my butt, and whatever sticks in my buttholes are winner. I like that. Okay. I like that. But well, we got to film it for Instagram. I think we can do that. I'll cover up my butthole. <laughs> so, but I'll let my fucking radnards flap. All right. Right on. We're going to take a quick smoke break, because we've been at this for 40 minutes, and we haven't even gotten to the movie. Don't tell me what to do, Mom. Uh, so much like my traumatic experiences in summer camp, uh, the Here Comes Spooky podcast really descends on you at the moment you least know, and then drops your underpants and shows your genitals to the rest of the world. And I mean that in the most endearing way, all right? These are some charming motherfuckers. They're here to talk about some egregious garbage. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of egregious garbage. Um, so give them a listen and, uh, you know, open your ears and all of your holes, your other holes. Enjoy. All right, and we're back. You just heard from our good friend, Dr. Benny Graves, from the Say You Love Satan podcast. Did you hear that noise? Yeah. What was that? Uh, I mean, no, it wasn't the words coming out of Benny's face. All. It was like some creepy whispering, like, we're free, or something. I Maybe that's... Listen to that, and uh, hey, listeners, if you heard that and I'm not fucking crazy, hit us up on the call line. <laughs> all right, uh, moving on here. Uh, when, where was the first time you saw Trick or Treat? Not well, Trick or Treat. No, no, that's the one with uh, Sammy, Sammy, what, not Hagar. Uh, the, the Horrible Horrible did that one. Did? Yeah, they did. Last year, a year ago. God damn, dude. Yeah, there's like a whole series of rock and roll Halloween movies that with like that whole satanic panic shit in the late 80s and 90s. Yeah, so anyway, the first time I saw this, fun fact, I was watching MTV's Cartoon Sushi. I don't know if you guys remember that, but that was kind of like the sequel to uh, Liquid Television, where they would show all these little short uh, vignettes and cartoons and shit like that. And I caught this one called Season's Greetings. I believe it aired in, oh, let's say October 1997. And I saw this little precocious scamp in a burlap, you know, like a little onesie. And that was Sam. So, technically, I saw this in 1996, but uh, no, I remember watching uh, the Blu-ray copy, or uh, the DVD copy of The Hills Run Red, also another great episode we did, check it out, and there was a preview for that movie, Trick or Treat, and uh, I waited for three years, like, hey, what happened to that really cool-looking trailer, and nothing happened, and then, and then fucking Warner Brothers just dropped it, so, so what the fuck? Similar situation, did not see the, the cartoon, but... Remember when you would go to the mall, and I don't know if this happened to you, but it happened to me a couple times. They would ask you if you wanted to take a survey. You'd watch a movie. No not shit. Not a movie, but like a trailer, like a long trailer. Yeah. And then they'd be like, take a survey on this. Uh, In I that long alley by the arcade. Yeah. Man. I did it I did it with the new guy. Oh, they'd give you like five bucks, too. Okay. So I saw the, like, most, like, not most, but a lot of the new guy, that comedy movie. Yeah, with DJ Squalls. Um, that was weird. But anyway, they did the same thing with Trick or Treat. And then I was very excited for it to come out. I thought that the, the, what I'd seen, I saw a lot of the school bus stuff. So I thought the most of the movie was going to be based around that. And then nothing came about it. Then all of a sudden it was just like, hey, this is out on Blu-ray or DVD. And I saw the preview for somewhere else. Uh, immediately went to Family Video, rented it, went right back after watching it, and bought a copy. 
You know what, dude? Warner Brothers really dropped the ball on this movie. Like, this should have had a theatrical release. I'm glad this movie is finally getting the love it deserves now. Like, if you walk into Spirits Halloween this year, Sam is out your asshole, dude. He's everywhere. But that's good. It is good. But just imagine if this movie dropped in fucking theaters, dude. Oh, my God. So much love. Do you want me to uh, carry the show while you text real no, quick? Sorry. So it's Aaron. He was asking a good a good movie to watch with uh, his, uh, with his wife. I said Summer of 84. This is slow, not too graphic. Damn, is it good. It's called that movie where my wife got killed. <laughs> so um, this is not a video nasty. This is not on our Hello Nasty list. Released, uh, sorry, d- directed and written by Michael Doherty. Directed. Uh, director of Krampus and Godzilla King of the Monsters, which the we best. fucking love. I mean, that's probably the best out of all all of those. Right? So good. Um, he wrote X2, oh. which was definitely the best X-Men movie. Um, yeah. Uh, Superman Returns and a personal favorite of yours, Urban Legends Bloody Mary. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. He went to NYU. So a lot of credits to this man. So let's go ahead and meet our casualties. Oh, my God. He's killing me. He's killing me. He's killing me. Man, this is what you all tune in for here, the fucking xylophone. So don't talk through it, because I'll fucking find out. And... Bring it on home! Bitch! All right, so there's a lot of people in this movie, especially with it being an anthology movie. So I'm just going to go through some of the main players, uh, so to speak, or people who had uh, a, a bit of screen time. First up is Quinn Lord as Sam. He's that little boy. He wasn't in much. I don't have uh, much on his IMDb page. But Dylan Baker, who played Principal Stephen William Wilkins, uh, was in the Radioland Murders, The Cell, and he played Dr. Kurt Connors in Spider-Man 2 and 3. The lizard that almost happened. Right? Uh, Anna Paquin. Paco, Pacowin? Um, plays Lori. She was uh, obviously rogue in the X Men movies. That's right. Uh, she, she was, was in Steakhouse. She was in Darkness. She's Snooky Steakhouse in uh, True Blood, and she was in Scream Four. Oh yeah, she's in the beginning, dude. Did you know Snoop Dogg made a song about Snooky Steakhouse? Really? Yeah, it's fucking special. Like the kids on the bus in this movie. Uh, we've got Brian Cox. Yay! Mr. Krieg. This dude, he, uh, he the best. He play. He's in uh, Manhunter, like the OG Manhunter. That's right. Movie. He's OG Hannibal Lecter. Of course, Super Troopers. He was also in X Two. That's right. He plays uh, Colonel Striker. Yes. Colonel? Yes. Captain uh, Colonel Striker. Okay. Yeah. Which in the comics it's Reverend Striker because they 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 went away with the whole religious theme. Uh, and he was in Zodiac. No shit. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Oh, that's good, man. That's what people say. I heard Ted Cruz is in it. It's. It's the best Zodiac movie they've ever made. And I don't think Ted they, Cruz is in it. No, because he was a Zodiac killer. <laughs> um, Lori Lee Smith, who plays Danielle. Uh, she was in The Shape of Water. Oh, uh, Creature from the Fuck Lagoon. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Rochelle Eights uh, plays Maria. She was in White Chicks. 
And I was in White Chicks. She's also <laughs> Marshall and uh, Aaron like this. She was also the voice of Rochelle in Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah. Uh, we've got Britt McKillop as Macy. McKillop. Uh, in Dead Like Me, and she was in Scary Godmother. And I put that down. I was like, oh, it's a horror movie. Then I looked it up later. I was no, like, it's based off a comic book. It's like a Disney thing. It's not good. Uh, Jean-Luc Bilodeau, Bilodeau, Bilodeau uh, as Schrader. He was in Piranha 3 Double D. Uh, I hate that name. Leslie Bibb uh, as Emma the Bitch. That bitch you know from shit. Iron Man fucked her twice. Uh, the Skulls, Talladega Nights, Iron Man movies. Uh, the babysitter, Killer Queen. She's the mom. Oh, you're right. Uh, Tamaho had- Penikik uh, as Henry. Did you just have a stroke? What'd you say? Tamoa. I don't know, man. I'm like, I can say things like John, you know, Jim. Like a lot of, lot of J names. That's like some shit they say in Naruto before they do all their fucking stupid ninja hand shit. Yeah. I'm not professional to like Google. How do you pronounce? Nah, fuck Tahoe. that. You, you get two white dudes from the Midwest doing our darndest, you fucks. Yeah. And Brett Kelly as Charlie, um, who's, he was the kid in Bad Santa 1 and 2. Oh, yeah. So, released in 2009. Um, Filmed in 2006. Right? <laughs> the, this movie came out with a couple of different bangers, along with a couple of different stinkers. Wait, one more time. That's kind of fun. Try it. Patio talk tick. Go, give it a shot. I don't need to give it a shot. I did it the first time. All right. You're mimicking me, asshole. You're mimicking me, asshole. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I? I know, I know you, you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I? Infinity. No, you. What are you talking? Friday the 13th, the remake came out in the same year, along with Rob Zombie's Halloween Deuce. Yeah. Jennifer's Body, House of the Devil. Yeah, that movie's dope. That's uh, pretty good. The Human Centipede, The Collector. That's a good movie. Case 39. That was okay. That wasn't bad. Yeah. That wasn't bad. It had Bridget Jones in it. Ah, fuck her fucking face, dude. It looks like somebody put a fucking filled a super soaker full of cat piss and lemon juice. And the what is what Jim Carrey calls her out on it in Me, Myself, and Irene. He's like, I just like your face. It looks like you're all pursed up, like you just sucked on a lemon. <laughs> yes, that's how you look all the time. Uh, Dead Snow. Dude. Uh, the Uninvited. Fortune and Glory, kid. The Haunting in Connecticut. Part two. The Last House on the Left remake. That was unnecessary. There's like four remakes here. And the Sorority Row, which was the Sorority House Massacre remake. That sucked. So how to watch uh, DVD and Blu-ray from Warner Brothers with uh, commentary, some extra scenes and things like that. Oh, the Scream Factory one? The, no, no, no. It's just a standard DVD. Dude, mine's bare bones as fuck. Yeah. Then 2018 Scream Factory Blu-ray with all the fun you would expect from them. Oh, the special features you just be itching to watch. One of us is really going to enjoy murdering you. Now it's time to horse around with some maniacs. So here's the thing. This is an anthology movie. However, it's different than other anthology horror movies. It doesn't really has a wiener. It doesn't really have a framing device. It, oh, the wraparound. It's a, there is loosely a, a framing story here, but not quite. It's just like as it takes place in Halloween, these things unfold. And a lot of these stories interact with each other you can see characters in the backgrounds of other stories i thought that was cool as shit but that makes it really hard to sort of recap for people so once i get through the opening basically i'm just going to go through the stories as they take place and i'm not going to be like 
oh, and while the principal's doing this, we're going to cut over the sluts getting right. dressed, and yes. then we're going to cut back. Like, I'm not, there's some kids fucking kicking over shit. I'm not doing that. We're going to run through the entire story of that character and then move on to the next one, so forth and so on. So don't be like, hey, you missed this part because I'm going to get to it. You know what, real quick? So the first segment, the last segment's first, and then whatever, fuck it. You, you just said it. Right? Mo- it. Moving right along. Moving right along. So uh, in the opening, uh, a couple dressed as a robot. You're not going to talk about the fucking PSA, dude? That's the best part. What's it's, the, it's the black and white, like, be sure to check your candy, children. You uh, remember those old PSAs? I was getting to it. Okay. Yeah. As Flash Gordon returned home. But first, we get this great PSA about checking your candy for razor blades. Children, poison. remember, don't get your asshole fucked by strangers on Halloween. That's for Christmas. Be sure to check your bottle for razor blades and candy and strangers' penises. <laughs> so as these two now are returning home, um, their front lawn is decorated with, like, all it, kinds of it like looks pretty fucking scarecrows, um, and uh, some lit pumpkins, and the robot Emma, uh, bitch Latron, goes to take this jack lantern and blow it out, and and her bow is like, baby, Shut baby, don't do that. You gotta leave this lit. This keeps away all the bad spirits and demons. And she's like, you're fucking lit. I'm lit. I want to go inside. I want to clean this shit up for my mom gets here. We've got some problems. Oh my. This chick fucking blows. I know a relationship is a series of compromises, but I would seriously compromise her fucking face with a brick. Yeah. She wants to undecorate before midnight because her mom's coming over. She's like, come on, help me out. And he's like, uh, baby. My mom will have an aneurysm. She's like, it looks like a crime scene. She won't like it. And he's like, I wanted to go inside and fucking have some alone time. You know, put on that tape we like. But on the plus side, dude gets to watch porn while his insignificant other cleans up the mess. So that's cool. right. She's like, no, we're going to bed. All right. Going to put on the tape. So he goes inside while she goes to clean up the mess. No, f- fuck this bitch. She's going to take down the decorations on Halloween night. I love the tape that he pulls out that just says nature special. <laughs> the nature special is one of Maddie Matt Huey's special exercise tapes that smell like cat food. That's a shout out. <laughs> Weird. Um, so Emma starts to take all the decorations down, uttering the unforgivable, I hate Halloween line. Pretty much. Um, and as she's removing the sheets off these ghost crows, um, something lunges at her from like underneath one, covering her in a white It's a cloth. jump scare. <laughs> uh, in the struggle, uh, Emma tumbles out to the sidewalk. Uh, some packing, passing trick-or-treaters stop to investigate, but they don't help. And under the sheets... Uh, basically, this figure takes a bite of a pumpkin-shaped sucker and slits Emma's throat with it. That's right. Death number one, Emma. That sucker bitch was acting like a fuddy-duddy and got lollipopped in her mouth. I like how the blood splatters on the sheets and the kids are like, fuck this. I'm it, out. It was like in Candyman when, when the chick's like getting her to walk down the stuff. She's like, uh-uh, nope. <laughs> and it doesn't happen. <laughs> the hidden, uh, you know, uh, killer there then drags Emma's body to the backyard as Henry lies upstairs passed out with the TV on on high volume. Later, he wakes up and notices that Emma has not come upstairs and his dick has not sucked itself. <laughs> and he goes down to the yard to investigate where he notices that one of the ghost crows now has lights attached to it. And he removes the sheet and screams at the sight of Emma with her head on a stake and the pumpkin sucker lodged in her mouth. Emma is doing a really good impersonation of a dead, stupid bitch. So next, before we move on to the next story, we do get another little part of the frame. Uh, Meanwhile, the Halloween festivities and parties continue throughout the town. Where's it at? Where's it at? Uh, Downtown. Warren Valley, Ohio. I didn't know that. 
I got it in my notes. Look at the big brain on Brad. I got backup notes for my notes. They have like a parade, marching up and down the street. Did you catch that one chick holding an iron? I don't, I don't know what she was going to do with it, but you know, that's cool. So while this is going on, a silhouette of a short figure walks through the crowd, dragging this burlap sack, uh, stained with blood at the bottom. And like the sound of a cat coming from inside of it. I love, yeah, because that cat, that that happens a couple times, just the fucking cat noises. Well, we've got four girls who are getting dressed as a cost at a costume shop and cruising for dates for the Halloween party in the woods. Disney gonna sue somebody's <laughs> ass because we straight up have the Disney princesses. Except I, for Princess Leia, who's now technically canon, a Disney princess. I like how there's like a little dude who's like peeping through the dressing. You know rooms. who that little dude is? Sam. That's Sam. This little five-year-old boy. It's uh, Fred Quinn or whatever the fuck and talking about like fucking getting some hot dick and stuff like that and the mom's out there like girls see it's kind of there's people there's children there's out here. chitlins out here you know it's kind of fun the first playthrough you're naive to this yeah and then you realize they're talking about eating people because yeah. they're fucking werewolves and also you've seen this fucking movie by now so shocker this is no surprise so like one of them is Anna Paquin and uh she's like oh like she's kind of this little prude bitch she's like i've never been fucked up the ass before she's just- dressed as red riding hood while the rest of them are disney princesses sweet irony uh and then um hold on while i pour this as we move on to our first official story the principal a portly boy walks through. That's a nice way of saying fat. He's a, he's a, he's a little fucking chunk of shit. Husky. Because he has a goddamn, this is my Halloween costume shirt. Right? And he's walking around kicking jack-o'-lanterns. This kid's just being a fuck. Stops at one house, walks up to the porch where it appears no one is home. There's a bucket full of candy with a sign on it that says, please take one. And like one is like underlined and fucking uh, exclamation point. One, motherfucker. The boy kind of looks around, and he's like, fuck it. Enters the entire bucket into his bag as someone startles him from behind. The boy recognizes this man as Principal Stephen Wilkins. What does he say? He's like, uh, uh. He's like, don't waste a perfectly good lie on this. He's like, don't waste a perfectly good lie on this, Charlie. And he sits down on the porch, and he's like, Charlie, sit. Have a chat with me. And he offers him a candy bar. Wilkins is like, I used to be just like you. As you he's know. just menacingly carving this jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. He's like, I had to go out and buy a new knife. My old one's dull. Yeah. I like how he left the old knife in the fucking jack-o'-lantern, too. Sure. And it's like, buddy, you couldn't finish that? You just you were on the eye. But we find out why his knives are dull. Hmm. Uh, Wilkins explains, like, I used to be just like you. And then I fucking had to get my shit together. My dad was beating my ass. He's you got to remember the rules of Halloween. Do this. Do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. And then as Charlie starts to choke, he's like, oh, that's right. Most important rule, always check your candy. As Charlie, it's supposed to be vomiting blood and chocolate, but it just looks like chocolate. Yeah, I was going to say, at some point, does it, like, change colors? I believe the director said that it was delicious. <laughs> like, straight up in the commentary, he's like, we oh, made it, this, and I tasted it. It was good. Uh, death number two, Charlie. Looks like Thurman Merman got the hold of the wrong stuff and barfed <laughs> his fucking guts up. Wilkins drags Charlie into the house, and the blood and the chocolate mixture is just getting all over him. And just as he's finally got his big fat ass in there, the doorbell rings. Ding no. And he's like, fuck. And he goes to answer it, and he sees that three teenagers ask if they can take his jack-o'-lantern after he gives him some candy. And then he's like, uh, you're not going to smash it are you no it's for unicef it's for a unicef scavenger hunt did you catch this part the pirate anything for a good cause yeah he's real fun the pirate is like looking at the right chocolate vomit and kind of like inspect a gadget over here he's like um friends wilkins you look a little weird and there's this like chocolate blood trail going in your place here uh so he sends the kids on their way uh but before he can do that there's a fourth one hiding behind them 
Yeah, little Sammy. Yeah, little Sam boy. He's like, didn't you get any? And he's like shaking. And he's like, come on, fuck out of here. I got, I got fat <laughs> kids to carve up. That's right. God damn it. Uh, so Wilkins then goes out into the back uh, with this large hole that he's dug in his backyard. And this was good because I did not catch this the first time until uh, the Blu-ray because it's a little, bit, a little bit brighter. Yeah. A little bit brighter, a little bit easier for me to see. Um, where uh, <laughs> he's got this large hole that turns out there's actually multiple bodies inside this. Multiple? Yes. And here's here's where I caught this. Okay. So he dumps Charlie's body in this large hole he's dug in the backyard where another child's body lies. And as he tries to bury the bodies, his son, Billy, this kid appears upstairs and shouts at his dad repeatedly, asking for help for jack-o'-lanterns and if they're going to hand out candy. Daddy, could you and help me the principal, out? Wilkins, is just fucking beyond frustrated because he's... His frustration is our he's like, Billy, enjoyment. Sh- and he doesn't want Billy to see what's going on. Right? Or so you led to believe. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's like, just chill. And he's like, just go inside and we'll give out candy later. Just go turn on Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown is an asshole! And yep. I fucking lose it every that's, time. That's fucking money. I always forget that that's coming. Uh, did he's you- not wrong, dude, because uh, It's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown is real depressing because Linus stays out in the pumpkin patch all night and the Great Pumpkin never shows Only up. Only to test his faith and Charlie Brown is a manic depressive eight-year-old and right? he's bald and probably contemplates suicide more than I do. Linus was like, at the end of Charlie Brown Great Pumpkin, he's like, he did not show up. However, he did appear to me in a dream and he uh, admitted that he will come and free me as long as I commit jihad against all you white people. My uncle thought he was St. Jerome. <laughs> white people going to die up in Charlie Brownville. I'd, I'd murder for Salwin. <laughs> all right, so little Billy, you kind of getting some Chucky vibes off him. Yeah, he's dude. He's got his little overwalls. He's great. He's fun. Charlie Brown is an asshole. Oh, so hold up. Death number three. Oh, wait, no, you have to get to this. I'm sorry. Yeah, so Wilkins frustrated each time trying to tell fucking Billy to be quiet and wait for him inside. He's like, but you promised to help me with the Jack Lantern. I need help with the eyes. Meanwhile, the neighbor's dog spite spite i just thought it was spike yeah i thought it was zip the first time you know that it sounds right uh he approaches the fence and starts barking as the first child in the grave begins to moan reaching from out under the dirty sheets with a clown costumed arm yep. that's how i know that there's more than one kid in here oh because he's got like this it, there's a shirt oh, yeah. and a fucking white glove so wilkins is like stabbing this boy's arm with and like shovel fucking get the fuck off me severs one of the fingers and he's like throwing it over the fence to distract the dog a little hush puppy however it's owner the crabby old neighbor mr krieg by the wonderful Brian Cox. He's so good in this. Comes into the yard, and he peeks the bell, and he's like, Jesus, what are you, what are you, what are you doing there? Hiding dead bodies? <laughs> it smells like a dead whore out there. What are you, burying bodies? <laughs> Keep your fucking kid out of my Get yard. Get your creepy kid the fuck out of my yard. He's like, no, man, we got some pump problems. You know, the old house, I'm fixing it. He's like, all right, well, it stinks like shit. And keep your fucking kid out of my yard. And then <laughs> fucking goes back inside with spite. Happy Halloween. Screw you. Yeah. Piece of shit, neighbor. Dude, is this the part where, where the principal, where he's digging the hole and he's like, Daddy, help me with the jack lantern. Daddy, yeah. how come mom isn't alive anymore? Something like that. <laughs> yes, that exactly one's still, right. every now and again, I'll get that stuck. Daddy, in my I wish mommy was still alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah kind of, kind of want to think about that story, but, um, maybe, right? maybe mom got interested with daddy's hobbies and, uh, might be sleeping in the backyard too. So, 
Oh, death of number three, random ass bag kid. There you go. I don't know. I guess he was down to clown. So Wilkin finishes off the clown kid and completes burying the bodies. And as he walks back into the house, this is fun. This is where we get this like kind of the first time. He notices a frantic Krieg motioning at the window and like, like Wilkins, help me, help me. And Krieg's like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Or, or Wilkins is like, fuck you, you old bitch. And he goes inside. So we don't know what's going on with fucking Krieg, but it looks serious. Bitter Wilkins now goes into the house and Billy jumps off behind the counter and scares him. He's like, hey, you can hunt with a jack-o'-lantern and seemingly annoyed. And I got a little worried the first time. Fucking Wilkins takes a butcher knife and hides it behind him. Right. And he's like, Billy, go into the basement and we're going to fucking carve that jack-o'-lantern. And they hold hands. Billy runs over to the table and it's covered in carving materials and Wilkins approaches behind him. Billy says, Let's make a scary face. And Wilkins is like, right on. And he puts his hand on fucking Billy's head and he raises his knife and looks like he's about to fucking stab him right in the brain. Just brain this kid. And he looks like he's about ready to come, dude. Seriously. It's like, oh, he's so good in this. And the camera slowly pans out and it turns out he did not stab Billy out of rage. But in fact, it's the head of the fucking fat kid, Charlie Thurman Merman. Just on this like little pedestal that he spins around. It's a lazy Susan and for wooden pickles. He's basically grooming his son to be a serial killer just like himself. It true though. It was awesome. And he's like, before it ends out, Billy's like, Don't forget to help me with the eyes. And is like he's as his dad is putting his hand on the knife handle and like helping him fucking carve into this into this kid's skull. You this know, was cool. It's good to have some father son, you know, quality bonding time. This was really good. Ah, uh, so next up, the school, the Halloween school bus massacre. For oh, this is not the last we'll see of Principal Wilkins, by the way, yeah, or Billy, for that matter. Oh yeah. Uh, four costume teenagers scour the neighborhood for jack-o'-lanterns that we already seen them stop by Principal Wilkins' house. Spoiler alert: They're not for a Unisys scavenger hunt, right? Mm. Scavenger. Scravenger hunt. Uh, as they stop by the home of a friend of theirs, loose term, Rhonda. Rhonda the what? Rhonda the retard. That's what That's they her call name. her. That's what they call her. Who's dressed as a witch, and her entire yard is decorated in dozens of fucking jack-o'-lanterns. And one dude's like, why don't we just fucking stop here first? Like, why do we go across for town? Actually, one of the guys says, uh, she's not a retard. She's an idiot savant. And people <laughs> say that about me, so... Are we just going to skip over the part where they go to Mrs. Henderson's house? No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. Uh, and no one says you're an idiot, Savant. Everyone says you're an idiot. Oh, oh. Or a Savant, but we have no, no one. No, it was Savage together. Idiot. That's what it is. I thought they went to there after they picked up uh, Rhonda because uh, they were like, we need one more. No, they, they, well, I'll just blurt this out real quick. No, it's, it's Mrs. Henderson first, and then they go to Rhonda's house. Okay, okay. So story. go ahead. So they go. I'm sorry. I thought they needed one more after they picked up Rhonda. It's okay. So Mrs. Henderson. Okay, they stop by a party where it's not like the school teachers and shit like that. And, uh, you all right, bud? Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm admiring my ale horn here. I really uh, like it. So, um, it's Mrs. Henderson who I guess is one of their teachers or something, and she is very drunk and dressed like a slutty cat. And she offers the kids like, "Do you guys want to drink?" And while that's going on in a the beer, background, it'll be our secret, right? And they're like, "No, just your pumpkin, please." And she's like, "You kids are no fun." And then, like these people are just hardcore fucking in the background. So I'll just blurt this out: They're walking down the street, and the little pirate kid says, "I." I think that was Co Coach Taylor was in a hot dog costume, but fucking a pig. But Mrs. Henderson, who 
uh, used to play Gladys on a TV show, Reaper. Reaper? What's Reaper, you're asking? Well, shut up, because I'm going to fucking tell you. Hey, what's Reaper? Well, it's funny you ask, because shut up, I'm going to tell you. What's Reaper? It was a goofy show about a kid salmon on his 21st birthday. The devil, played by Ray Weiss, comes to claim his soul, so he becomes a bounty hunter for the devil, and each week, Sam and his stoner buddies, Sock and Benny... Go and hunt down souls and collect them. So Mrs. Henderson played Gladys, who worked at the DMV. So um, say your lighter is haunted, and that's the vessel we have to, you know, contain your soul. And so you hell on earth is the DMV. So that's where you drop off the tainted vessel, all while trying to maintain a five to nine job and Mac on the girl next door. Sounds, it was fun. Sounds like Friday the Thirteenth, the TV series. Oh, but except good and not stupid. It was Whoa. like it was Whoa. like super. That gave us uh, Steve, who believe it or not was probably the most masculine and believable of the heroes of the Hollow of the Friday the Thirteenth. He's wearing a Letterman's jacket for the fucking chess team. No, it's a Letterman's jacket for theater. Uh, oh, was it a Letterman jacket for fantasy football? That's an expensive question. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That guy sucks. That yeah, show's terrible. That movie's kind of dog shit. I'm going to take a big old mango-sized crap right on his mask. Go on. Suck it. Suck it. That is some uh, That's some great dialogue. <laughs> anyway, to a different movie. Yeah. Oh, Rhonda looks like she uh, is Velma if she was on the spectrum. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So here is our group. Uh, <laughs> we've got Rhonda the retard. That's what they call her. Yeah. They don't bark up our asses. Yeah. Uh, the leader of the group, Macy, she's dressed as an angel. Schrader uh, is... A, a dipshit. Yeah, dressed as like a large... Knight of the Roxbury alien. skeleton dude. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got uh, uh, Chip, who's the pirate. Uh, uh, I remember uh, Schrader, the who pirate. is like kind of sort of putting moves on Ronda a little bit, politely um, gets, asks for one of her pumpkins and complimenting her in her costume. She's like, thank you, I made this. And it's like, right on, dude. Um, uh, they, Macy leads them onward while Rhonda briefly talks to Chip about the origins of Halloween. She pretty much pulled a me. And Samhain. Yes. As they arrive at the abandoned rock quarry. And then what, what is she? She just goes on this little fucking Oh, tangent. sorry, there's also Sarah, the alien. Yeah, she, and she's the one with the braces? Yeah. Yeah, the fucking mouth guard. After Rhonda goes on her little tirade, she just leans over to the chip and goes, I like your eye patch. Yeah. It's just like, sorry, <laughs> I just good. dorked out real hard there for a second. I, oh, really? I like your costume. Make yourself. I did. Thank you. I like your dick. I like your dick. I heard it's for. <clears throat> did you make it yourself? My mom did. Thank you. Uh, they asked, uh, so uh, the, Sarah asked where they are and what the purpose of all the Jack Lanterns is. Macy, who's just a bitch. Bitch material. Horrible. Fucking am I the asshole? Straight up. Uh, Macy explains that the quarry is the site of a fatal bus crash 30 years prior that has become the stuff of legend around in fucking apparently Ohio. To be fair, this is a hell of a fucking story. This is good. Uh, then they flash back to the bus was carrying eight mentally disturbed children clad in freakish homemade Halloween costumes. We gotta talk about their motherfucking costumes. Alright, so we have a clown, a vampire, a rabbit, a two-tone rabbit actually, this dude has my favorite costume. It is a fucking paper bag. Somebody just cut a mouth out like of a magazine and glued it on there. I think that might be my new Halloween costume. It's the scariest one, dude. Uh, so there's skull head. There's the devil. And then there's upside down lady face. Well, who's the big redheaded chick? Is that the clown? 
Uh, yeah. Like that, that clown mask is fucking frightening and I'm not even spazzing about clowns or whatever. So that just thing condensates real hard or you got a little hole in there or something. Uh, Condensation. The beers are cold. Ah, I see. Bring me hot beers. (sighs) Yeah. Keep spilling it out because there's like no lip. Uh, Jake, your horn is sweet. Thank you. Oh, tell us more about Jake's horn. Yeah, yeah. I really like it. It's fun. Also says, salut on it. Salut. Salut. Um, okay. All right. So where we are. All right. All right. So clad in these freakish Halloween costumes and so troubled that they had to be chained to their seats. Like straight up chained with handcuffs and fucking feet cuffs. Um, this, I used to be a leash kid, so I can relate. This fateful day, the driver deviated from his normal route while taking the kids home. The parents, no longer able to stand the strain... And a humiliation of caring for them paid the driver to put them out of their misery by driving the bus into the lake at the bottom of the rock quarry, intending to make it look like a horrible accident. However, while double-checking the restraints on the kids and giving them candy, yeah, mind you, so that they'll sit still. Oh, little dragon is like, wrong way. Yeah. Wrong way. Wrong way. He, like, he notices it and just keeps repeating it. Kind of doing a rain man. And he like bloodily removes himself from the cuffs. And disturbed and confused as he is, the boy accidentally jumps up and puts the bus in gear, and it drives over the edge of the cliffside into the lake before the driver can stop him. Macy says that the driver survived, but was never heard from again, and the bus was never recovered, possibly because the rest of the town just didn't want to bother. Death. 5 through 12, it's a classic case of the old short bus swan dive. Uh, and uh, Do you know who the driver was? Uh, Gerald. Um, no, I'm asking because I don't know. <laughs> Gerald something I saw it on IMDb. This is where I got that that little that little snippet because I was like, I need somebody to fucking like summarize this better than I can. You know what? Because I would have taken like eight pages on it. I'm gonna play devil's advocate on this. Uh, the bus driver's not responsible for this. That was all on Dracula. Am I wrong? No, he was gonna throw the kids in there. Well, who did it? Who actually did it? It's murder. You can talk about shooting a president until you shoot the president. I feel like the parents and the bus driver kind of did it. They put him in that situation. It's like, oh, I put a bomb in here, but you cut the wrong wire and made it explode. Riggs. So now you're fucking responsible. Thank God you saved that cat. I didn't blow it up. You blew it up. It's like, I think everyone's sort of involved. And also stop saying bomb around the bomb. What, you shoot the president too? <laughs> It's not the bomber's fault for fucking putting it in the car. I'm just saying, dude, that was on drag. You're an idiot, Savant. Minus the Savant. The eight jack-o'-lanterns, now we're back in the present, collected represent the eight lost souls that day and are meant to be left in the lakeside as an offering. Do we get to the part where Sam's just poking that dead bird with a stick? So that's awesome. While this is happening, Sam's just in the background. He's exactly. Just He's just doing... He, Sam is like omnipresent in every little, little chunk of the movie, just, just hanging out. Check it up on shit. And I like how it's like they've got like Rhonda's um, pumpkin bucket like, or wagon and like all these other jack o' lanterns in like a shopping cart that they clearly stole. No, it's uh, Skip's dad is the uh, <laughs> runs the grocery market. <laughs> That's why Skip's actually it's a real eye patch. Yeah, because he got a little too out of control fucking with a wheel one time. It, it went off. <laughs> and uh, it, it's uh, gr- it's great value. Great value. Because he's a pig. Yeah. Um, so they walk over to this elevator. What in the Resident Evil is going on with this fucking elevator, dude? I like how this quarry had some people die in it, 
And this elevator, it's now 30 it years later, still fucking works. And the keys in it, of all fucking things. Right. Yeah, like I said, what in the Resident Evil is going on with so, this shit? So, uh, Macy, Sarah, and Schrader get in and take the pumpkins down. And they're like, hey, only holds three at a time. So, Chip, Rhonda, you're going to wait. And we'll send the elevator back up. So, the first three go down. And as the elevator comes back up, Chip and Rhonda are on their way down. And they hear some panic screams and cries of the other three. And they watch the jack lantern lights go out in the mist. This was coming and as they arrive at the bottom, like it's not, it's not like a, it, it's this is a very closed quarry. There's like old cars down here, and just boulders and rocks and just all kinds of things. Like this is out of commission kind of stuff. And Chris Redfield's in the background punching a boulder, right? Um, so Rhonda tells Chip to stay, um, and uh, with the remaining pumpkins, and they will protect him, right? As she, you know, it's like, hey, this is protecting the spirits, If runestones can protect you from Michael Myers, pumpkins can protect you from fucking... She's like, I'm going to go check this out. Yeah. She's like, thank you, Ron. It's so nice of you. Uh, walking through this fog and haze, she eventually comes to the wreckage of this submerged, like half a school bus, like sticking out of the lake. Yeah, because why the fuck would anybody need to investigate a crime scene? Suddenly, two water fucking mud covered... Waterlogged ghoulies. Right? Yar. In chains. Uh, come out of the, out of the muck... Uh, and see, uh, like, them basically disemboweling Chip. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, and this looks fantastic. So I know. I know. <laughs> kudos to these kids for setting this up with, like, the sausage and things like that. I liked it. You know what? That's that's why Chip's dad. Oh, it's a butcher shop. Right? Because exactly. sweet unduly sausage. So Rhonda drops everything, runs away, loses her glasses. They break. She's, she says, my glasses, my glasses. As, the, as, as, as these ghouls are chasing her, she falls backwards. She hits her head in a rock, blacks out. She comes to, she sees the figures that are standing over her. Uh, it she, starts to scream. She fucking connects with a uh, little alien bitch. With Sarah. Yeah. yeah. And fucking punches her in the face. It turns out that it's actually Schrader and all these other kids in disguise uh, dressed as the ghouls. And Chip, also playing along as being disemboweled, has has his intestines, basically this fucking summer sausage link, like six feet of summer sausage just draped around his neck. Now, I am an asshole, but I'm not tricking a special needs girl into almost killing herself kind of an asshole even i know the limitations right there's a line this one crossed it completely yes schrader who's been he went along with it but he's been sympathetic still the entire time he's like, like hey knock it off guys knock it off it's like, like hey, she's scared enough she's hurt this is cruel he tries to apologize macy who's a bitch unremorseful kicks a still lit jack-o-lantern into the lake Sha-na-na. And suddenly we hear these like giggles and laughter that echo out of the mist. Oof. Schrader's like, knock it off. Uh, as he leads around to the elevator, and he's like, I'm not doing it. He's like, yeah, whatever. And he hears the other kids screaming. So he tells Rhonda to stay put while he goes to see what's wrong. Who suspects it's just another kind of like, oh, they're just continuing. Let's double down on this joke. Uh, When he finally finds the others, they all see the figures of the eight dead children, the actual dead children, rise out of the lake, still tied in their chains and covered in just goop. And they're still wearing their Halloween costumes. This is a little disturbing. Man, I'm not going to lie. When the special squad climbs out of the lake, I thought it was motherfucking Slipknot. special. They start spinning the chains and shit. Spinning the chain. Coming out of the mud, it's mud vein. Oof. Oof. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. This part got Rob Zombie's dick hard, I guarantee it. Did you catch the part when the fucking school bus was going over? Sam was sitting on the side of the uh, lake with like a little scoreboard. He's like, that's an eight point landing. <laughs> 
Seven. Seven. Um, so they run for the elevator. Um, still tied. Uh, basically still up in their costumes, right? Chains. They're there. They, they, so who says the chains here? I apologize. It's got the kids who no, actually are dead uh, chasing the kids who the, pretended to be the dead. Fuckers. Yeah. And, and who are also wearing chains. Uh, One of those special needs kids straight ghost riders, a motherfucker with those snags chains. Sarah yeah. and just fucking caught by this strand of chain and is dragged away. Good. The others bitch. make it to the elevator. See Rhonda has locked herself inside with the rest of the jack-o'-lanterns looking a little calm, but obviously, you know, kind of like, whoa, they beg her to open the door. But Rhonda seemingly kind of just in a daze, just out of it. It's like goes to open it and then instead just presses the fucking buttons like bye and then breaks Cameron's neck and they beg her to open the door. But Rhonda is just like, nah, no exits the scene as the other kids are murdered mercilessly death 13 through 16. Well, karma is in fact a bitch. (laughs) Rhonda leaves the elevator and heads out of the quarry, tossing her pumpkin, in the red wagon. As she (laughs) looks over, she sees Sam sitting on a pipe just kind of hanging out. He's just like, what's up? As uh, we still hear the screams of Macy, Schrader, and Chip as they're being ripped apart. Super fun. I thought the entire movie was going to be based on that. From what I got in the preview survey that I took. It should have been called the Dracula School Bus Massacre. Yeah, So when I because when I saw that, I got nothing of the principal murdering kids. Yeah. I got nothing of the werewolves coming up. I did get almost all of this. Okay, and uh, the 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 um, the Brian Cox stuff. Some of the Brian Cox stuff. Well, that's a it's the right because they could sort of kind of come in together. So you think they uh, went back and reshot the other two little chunks? Maybe I don't know. I don't know if they were like trying to present that to me solely just in case like these other two are weak and they're like you know instead of an anthology we're gonna make like a whole maybe the movie could have been strong enough just based off the school bus massacre. I I feel you, man. That's not bad. So I much prefer the way they did it. So um, story number three, the surprise party. So Lori is a 22-year-old virgin who is shy and kind of worried about fucking we talking, men. We talking Adipac one? Yeah. Because her teeth are so fucked up, they should have died on that bus too. Ho-ho! Looks looks like a barn door that's just been left open. Looks like Gary Busey's teeth. Every other tooth. <laughs> like you could use it for a rake. Looks like her mama had sex with Mr. Ed. In short, her teeth are fucked up and we're making fun of them. Yeah. She's not gonna lie though, she's hot in this. Oh yeah, no, no. I mean, real talk, this is probably yeah. the hottest Anna Paquin has looked since the piano. Yeah. Just kidding. She was 12 in that. You got a gap in your teeth like the champ Iron Mike Tyson. I'm not mad yeah, at you. Yeah, you don't Mike, tell him that. Don't punch me in the face. Look, you just got a gap in your teeth. Everybody, nobody's perfect, and that's fine. You're still hot as hell. Yo, is Mike Tyson coming out of retirement or something? What's what's up with that? It's going to beat the shit out of uh, a washing machine. Logan Paul. Oh, my God. Yes, please. Yeah, it's supposed to be in like February of next year. I am paying for that. I refused to give that dude money through pay-per-views because I just think he is a joke. Not Mike, no. Logan Paul. He doesn't ever fight boxers, and whoever he fights is always fucking retired guys or like MMA fighters who can't 
box. Those are going to be wrong. These dudes are tough that he's fighting, but they can't tap into their full potential because they can't use their mixed martial arts. Logan Paul is like the human. And it's like usually like a 20 year gap in every one of them. Logan Paul is like the human ima- human embodiment of a deviled egg fart in an old condom. Him and his fucking brother, I dude. They're posers. Here's the thing, though. They're getting fucking paid millions upon millions of dollars to do this shit. So props to him for that. However, this is the first time he's fighting a real fucking boxer. A fucking monster of a man? Mike Tyson is well past his prime at 55. I'm not saying that he's still not the fucking champ the Iron Mike who could knock me out, probably kill me in one fucking oh, punch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What I'm saying, though, is he's, he's, Logan Paul and his brother Jake, they don't fight people in their prime. What? I don't know what's going to happen, but it's the next exhibition match, but I'm really Mike better fucking hoping the fucking Mike Kill this it dude out. in the ring like you said he always wanted to. Right. Also, and then after that, I want to see him beat up the guy who did Fred. Yeah. Yeah, Fred! I just that's for fun. I just want I just want like like who who did the uh pre show commentary? Oh, it was the dude from SNL uh during uh Jake Paul. Oh, uh, my dad fight. died in 9/11. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. Um He's okay. Pe- Keith no, not Keith David. Queef David. Peter no, David, I don't remember. David Queefy Peterson. Either either way, I want this dude to show up and be like, "Mike, I want you to hit him like it's 1991 and he's Vanessa Williams." Damn, though. But it also gets a... For bringing that back. Look, dude, Mike, I get it. You got mad. Things happen. You've you've paid your due to society. Beat I him want like you to be a nine, this dude. Beat him like a 90-year-old lady in an elevator. Anyway, we talked about him because of uh, Lori's teeth. Yeah. Now we're back to the movie. Yeah. Lori, shy virgin, her older sister, Danielle, tries to boost her confidence by talking to her about this Halloween party they're going to with her friends. Um, the girls are all dressed in fairy tale costumes while Lori is dressed as Little Red Riding Hood. So we've got Cinderella, um, Snow White, and is it Princess Jasmine? Is it the other one? No, it's Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty, thank you, and Snow White. Can I jump in here with this this pre-stuff real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I go know ahead. you said you were going to skip through it, but uh, so there's a scene, yeah, where all the, all the chicks are, where they're all hanging out at that party kind of thing, and they're looking for dates, so... Uh, Two of the, you know, sexy princess sisters walk up to these two dubers, you know, that are like loading up a, a TV truck or something. And they're like, we need to ride at this party. From my experience, if you were ever approached by a 10. Oh, I have this. Oh, that's in there? Yeah. Oh, you just have it out of whack. This, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 These three-year-old pros, they come off as sluts. Slut professionals, right? Uh, Danielle picked up the guy at the at the fucking costume shop as they're checking out. He's like, "Yo, I like this design." He's like, "That'll be thirty four double D or sixty three because they got some big ass titters." Katie got some big ass titters. And so, you know, as they're as they're making their way to this party, but they're walking through like the downtown parade. She tells her it's tradition that they lose their virginity on Halloween night. Do you know um, where the party's held at? Uh, in the woods. Sheep's Meadow. Oh, nice. Yeah. So as they walk through town, um, the party is working on picking up some dates, but Lori's discouraged as the two walk up and they're like, oh, it's super easy. And they walk up to like the, like the local they're, radio show or camera crew from the news or something. Yeah, they're just two local schlubs. Putting away like this this equipment. And it's like, oh, go, do you ha- if you have it, go ahead. Oh no, I don't. It's something like, hey, we need a ride. You know, they're just like, and these guys are like, doya, doya. These chicks are hot. Yeah, they're tens, and that's why I'm saying, anytime a ten walks up to you, man, do not engage. 
or you will end up to quote Dave from Halloween 2018 super murdered. <laughs> That's right. What about Dave? What about Dave? You will be dead, eaten by a werewolf. So they they snag these two schlubs, right? Not bad looking guys, but they're tight. Right. Um, and they're like, meet us at this party later. Sheep's Cove, or what is it? Sheep's Meadow? Sheep's Meadow. Sheep's Meadow. And they're like, yeah, all right, we know where that is. Let's go. That's a place where I go to fuck sheep. So Lori's like, I can do this on my own. Just, just I'll meet you there, right? At the party later, just I can Show do it. Meanwhile, a young woman... It's making out with a masked man in an alley. Mm. He affectionately kisses all over her body. When she and looks down, she's again. like, what is that? I'm a little drunk, but uh, is that my fucking blood? Ruh, ruh. Running down my goddamn body, and the man smiles, and he's just got blood all over his mouth, teeth, and fangs. Fangs of all things. Oh, my God. We have a vampire in this shit. Right? Um, so uh, this man's like, ah, gets back into it and just bites her, just kills her. Just kills her. Then leaves her, sitting on the side of the street. Props her up next to some drunk folks. Yeah, who's passed out. She's just covered in blood just, and basically just looks like another uh, drunk Halloween kid. Should I reveal the killer's fate? Or the, the, the killer? Not yet. All right. Because it is fun. It is fun. <laughs> Death number four. Amy Joel. Damn, she's a freak. I didn't know she was in a blood play. Oh, well, then it looks like eh, was a real lady killer. <laughs> Because he killed a lady to death. To the death. She is no longer alive. To all the deads he does to her. Actions. If there was a one out of a live contest, she'd be dead last. Because she's a fucking corpse. To death. Stupid. Did I beat this to death? Fuck. Go ahead, buddy. Just straighten up these papers so it sound like a fucking professional. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So my man, my man leaves her dead ass behind, leaning against the walls if she's merely passed out and he walks on. Uh, now at the bonfire, right, Danielle is alone and he's, she's worried about Lori. Man, where's my sister? Where's my sister? The others are like, look, she's fine. But Daniel's like, my mother always said that she was the runt of the litter. There's a lot of puns in here, a little, a lot of hints yeah, as to yeah. what's about to fucking happen. Um, and then we cut to Lori, who's like walking down in the woods, kind of all by herself. It's barely lit. Um, and she sort of senses like the man in the fucking mask and cape is following me. She turns around, but no one's there. She turns back, comes face to face with the vampire we saw earlier. Blah! He grabs her by the neck and holds her against a tree, saying, my, my, what big eyes you have, and then proceeds to bite her neck. Lori, looking very worried, but we cut away, because we're back at the party, and the girls are startled. I got one for you. That big, fat baby guy. Uh, oh, sorry. I missed that part. I do have missed that part. That's so okay. uh, the girls are talking about Lori, and they're like, well, I, I did. I snagged her. <laughs> Daniel's like, I, did, I snagged her a date, and it's like fucking baby New Year. So you know that giant baby? Plays the giant baby in 13 Ghosts. Oh, I did know that. Mm -hmm. I did know that. And he's like drunk, covered in his own vomit and shit. Hey, we've all been there, man. In, in this movie? In a nasty. diaper, covered in vomit. Um, but uh, then suddenly the girls are startled when the cloaked body falls out of the trees and lands near a bonfire. Danielle nervously approaches the body and is afraid that it's Danielle. I'm sorry, that it's afraid it's Lori. Um, Just kidding. But it's not. It's actually, she removes the mask, and it's fucking Principal Wilkins. Principal Wilkins? I heard he's a real 
lady killer because he kills women right he should death should have stayed at the one fucking at the one you know but been good with the two kids he killed and i like this because earlier billy's like daddy can i go to the halloween party with you and he's like no, no. i have a date yeah i got a fucking date it's a woman and i'm going to kill her to death so this man is this she was alive fucking broken oh his leg he's got marrow jutting and shit uh, and he's like, please. Fucking Suki straight me. yeeted that dude against her. Like, bah! she's like, what's your name? <laughs> Steven. It's fuck boy. <laughs> uh, as Lori appears from the fucking shadows and assures everyone she's okay, despite the blood oozing from her neck. It's not my blood. And she's looking even my better. My T fine. Right? Like a lady. I killer. got three words for you. My T fine. Hot vagina. <laughs> Sexually attractive woman. Hubba hubba. Woof! Woo! Skeet, skeet. Ejaculation in the pants. <laughs> Boying. Sex noises. Listen to Orange Joe. Yes, she was in fact a lady killer. Iron News coming. I cut you off. All right, keep going. Don't. Listen to Orange Joe. Do not. Listen to Orange Joe. <laughs> or you might hear. Listen to Orange Joe. Slide. All right, where are you at? <laughs> hey, hey, that's a good one. <laughs> Why we never use that? Because you don't deserve it with the fucking lame ass jokes. <clears throat> <laughs> you motherfucker. All right, Lori walking out the woods, right? Looking great. She approaches Wilkins, straddles him, telling him to bear with her since it's her first time. Uh, the other girls start to dance around, and Wilkins is kind of like, what are they playing? What song would they be playing? Marilyn Manson's Sweet Dreams are made of these. Right. What were they? They were going to go with something else, too, and they went with this one. I can't remember the song that they talk about in the commentary. Oh, I've well. got a brand new pair of roller skates. You've got a fucking key. I'm in love with the Nostra. <laughs> Daydreaming. G ain't it grand. Run his Velma on the spectrum. Help her find her glasses. There we go. I'm done. Um. So Lori uh, Wilkins looks around and he's just like, "Oh man, <laughs> all these dudes are dead." I'm not counting any of these. And the chicks aren't. Uh. And Lori pulls her pulls his fangs out. What a fucking as the hot girls poser. And this is the coolest thing, man. Like there have been dozens upon dozens of werewolf movies. And transformations of all different kinds. But this is hands down my favorite. Is it the most like beautiful as far as maybe the CG goes as no, the wolves this appear? This is just a cool concept. But the way these chicks do it is they rip their they, skin off. And it's not like, oh, they transform into werewolf and their skin rips. No. They pull their arms off like it's fucking like elbow length gloves and they like roll down their skin on their legs like it's fucking pantyhose. It is horrible beautiful graphic awesome all the same time it's uncomfortable i love this scene great and now i have a fucking furry fetish i hope you're happy <laughs> trick-or-treat no for real these transformations are fucking awesome right right and uh Lori, oh, who's a little slow at it she basically uh you know she's got the lupine fangs and she begins to change and she leans down and whispers to wilkin my my what big eyes you have as she Plunges into his neck and starts to eat him while the other werewolves finish their remains. And they howl. we get like, I assume it's Danielle, her sister, who's like watching and kind of <laughs> like just 
huffing it the whole time. I even make a, a huff and I'll puff joke earlier, which yes. I, I didn't catch till this time. Uh, so would you say that Anna Paquin's sister's a werewolf? Yeah. Okay. Uh, death number 17, Mr. Wilkins. Ladies, be careful not to choke when you wolf down your meal. Because <laughs> he's a lady killer. Uh, he well, has murdered ladies and will do it again. As the werewolves finish their dates, they howl at the moon as Sam looks on from a nearby log. Just, just kicking it. Now our last segment for the evening. Meet Sam. Sam, his wife. Wait, never mind. <laughs> Different thing. <laughs> Jane, give me all this crazy thing. Jane, stop this man. He's a lady killer. He's <laughs> killed a woman and will continue to kill until they are no longer alive. Keep up, orc. Ah, ah. Means he's a lady killer. I think that means I love you. How'd you feel about Orbity, man? I didn't trust Orbity. Oh, the little. Like, slinky dude. Yeah. No, I feel like the great Gazoo should would have kicked it with the fucking uh, Jetsons. the Jetsons, by the way. Yeah, I know. No, no, absolutely. to everybody else. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sorry, gang. We're talking about Hanna-Barbera's. Yeah, like, we're, we're a lot closer to 40 than we are fucking seven. And <laughs> I'm sure many people even forgot about the Jetsons in the first place. Looking also, the Jetsons movie killer ass fucking flick. All right. You cast live action Jetsons movie. I go Bill Burr as George Jetson. No, no. God damn it. This fucking robot's blinking at me and shit. I had to push the fucking button three times today. I almost broke my leg on the fucking elevator floor set thing. Who? Why is this dog? Bob Saget. No. Danny Tanner himself is no. George Jetson. And and it's it's a bummer because he's passed. But they should have made this like five years ago. Rip Torn would have been a fantastic. Spacely Sprockets. Yes. No, Danny DeVito, dude. Well, he would be my second choice. Oh, Rip Torn, not Rip Taylor. Yeah, Rip Torn. You know what? That would have been good, too. Fucking like Rip, Rip Torn from fucking Men in Black. Rip Torn leaves the room. Then Rip Taylor comes <laughs> out and throws fucking confetti, space confetti, because it has like three rings on I fucking everything. I love Rip everything. Taylor. When he shows up in the Jackass movies, it's my fucking favorite, dude. That's like a level of gay that doesn't happen anymore. No, and he was a great comedian. He was the voice of the genie in the DuckTales movie. You know, I never saw that. Really? That's fantastic. I flag. know. I know. We should double team that one night, get real drunk, watch the Jetsons movie. Actually, three movies. We should be a three-parter. The Jetsons meet the Flintstones and DuckTales the movie, Treasure of the Lost Lamp. Uh, or we could watch... Because when the Flintstones and the Jetsons switch places, it's fantastic. What's that movie with Tom Hanks and, like, he plays, like, this con man and he's into, like, old women? Is it Lady Killer? Because Tom Hanks is, in fact, the lady killer, and he will kill again. He's murdered, and he will kill again. That's a real movie. You should look it up. <laughs> All right. That was organic. Where are we at? Killing ladies is what I like to do. All right. All right. Uh, some, uh, let's get back to this. Be here for fucking ever. Brian Cox. Three trick-or-treaters walk up on a dark porch. Old house. No they Halloween decorations. Silver shamrock Halloween masks. Are they really? No, but that would have been dope. As I mean, fuck. like, not. I was just say, like, did you see like the knob? Because they're definitely not wearing like the iconics, but whatever. You, you know lied. what I wanted to see in the new Halloween movie when Mike turns around? He has the silver shamrock chip on the back of his mask. And then his face turns into bugs. Right. And then like on the inside of his flap, he has the little sign of thorn. All right. These All right. kids knock on the door. It opens. And they nervously hold out their bags. They say trick or treat as two 
demonic glowing eyes appear. Little goblin And eyes. They, it growls at him. The children run away as the monster chases him out the door across the yard as Mr. Krieg appears in the doorway and he calls out to his dog Spite and we fucking cut to and it's his fucking dog like dressed in like a little it sounds like a Jack Russell Terrier. Like a Halloween costume. It's great. He's got like a hood on that makes him look like an evil fucking monster dog. It's fun. That'd be a good costume for a dog. Yeah. He collects the candy that the kids dropped and then he goes back inside and it's like uh, I'm going to help myself to this candy while I burn these pictures in a fireplace. Yeah, you know, good thing you waited till the fucking 30th anniversary. And he sits no, in his 40th. old chair and watches the world's oldest fucking Magnavox. Oh, yeah. What's what's on the TV? Uh, ooh, what is he watching? Well, he's watching an infomercial for, like, the food syringe. But he's watching... Uh... Oh, it is Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Yeah, it's the part where it's like... Uh, Adrian Barbeau and her fucking ladies uh, cat out, cat up. That's right. Cat it up. You should have known, dude. That was your fucking birthday movie like 12 years ago. I know. Now I'm thinking about it. I really like that movie. Mm. Uh, so I just want to blurt out, Brian Cox is awesome and everything. Even those McDonald's commercials talking about fries. Like I was fucking jogging like when I gave a fuck about what my body looked like. And I'm like, I am running to stay in shape. And my knees didn't bend backwards. And then I was like listening to... Uh, things in your ear podcast like what you're currently listening to and i heard a commercial for fucking mcdonald's fries and it was brian cox's sexy ass voice so i fucking got in my car and i get mcdonald's and just negated all the healthiness i did to myself i have two paragraphs and we are just all over the place it's quality listening let me finish you're right so mr creek mm. is chasing candy with whiskey not unlike your boys, right? My kind but of it's dude. funny because he's like disgusted with the candy, and he swaps it for the liquor he's like Ugh, fuck this candy give me some booze there's nothing on tv well that's not true this is some awesome stuff on TV, but he's not happy with what's going on. You know what? I'm so happy in this movie. Nobody is watching Night of the Living Dead like they do in every fucking Halloween movie because it's public domain. Right. All right. Sorry. Craig guys uh, like, fuck this. I don't like Halloween. Turns it off. And here's Spite barking um, before seeing an egg hit his window. That's right. His dog's name is Spite, not Spike or Zippy. Yeah. Spite. Spite. It's like uh, he goes to the front door and he fucking cracks it open. His entire yard is decorated in jack-o'-lanterns. Now, this all happens in the span of like 30 seconds. Snap! And it's like lit, carved jack-o'-lanterns. Um, Spike continues to bark in the backyard as Creed goes to investigate where he has this conversation <laughs> with Wilkins from... What are you burying a dead ha? <laughs> it's my what septic. What are you doing there? Burying dead bodies? <laughs> Mr. Wilkins, I heard you're a lady killer. You will kill, you've killed, and you will kill again. I just love the way he casually says it. It just makes it you laugh. It smells like that whore. What are you, what are you, burying dead bodies? Get your di like, like, he's not above it, and he might have a few in his yard as like, well. Anytime I see somebody digging a hole, I'm like, what are you, burying dead bodies? Also, <laughs> I like how uh, Principal Wilkins, the lady killer, put, Say shenanigans, I'll pistol whip you. Do it. Oh, yeah, how he put the little garden gnome on the tree he planted on the fucking stupid kid dead body pile. I did forget about that. That was that. good shit. Even waters it, too. Yeah, well, you, you know, yeah, want that shit to grow. That. You got to grow over that evidence. <laughs> so we had the conversation with Wilkins that uh, transpired earlier in the film. Um, flips him off, goes back inside. Spite runs Screw back you. inside uh, and begins to bark upstairs. Craig's like, I'm going to go check this out as he cautiously walks into his bedroom where he's like, something's moving under the covers here. And this is kind of cool. Suddenly sparks. Oh, he's packing heat, too. He has a fucking shotgun. Spewing flames. Bathing the orange light. A pumpkin on the table in the corner. Suddenly starts spewing flames. Bathing the room in orange light. Revealing the words scribbled all over the wall and ceiling. Trick or treat. 
Give me something good to eat. All right, two things here. I'm pretty sure Mushroom Head's going to sue somebody because that is like their logo on the pumpkin. <laughs> and I don't want to say it, but I think that's the dog's blood. Oh, we don't see him yeah. again. And uh, I like when dogs don't die in movies, just in real life. Jesus. Um. So uh, Krieg screams as something stabs him from under the bed. Also, the ground and looks up and sees Sam appear from the other side. The precocious scamp. Sam shows him a candy bar and peels back the wrapping to reveal razor blades inside before attacking. I got some trivia on this later. Trick or Treat Studios makes those. Like, you can get the candy sucker and the candy bar with the razor in it. I knew you could get the sucker. I didn't know about the candy bar. Yeah, I, it's online only. That's cool. That's know, cool. Because your boy wants to get them. Krieg's like. No screams and he escapes down the hallway, but he trips on the landing and falls down the stairs to the bottom like old people do. Straight Sonic <clears throat> the Hedgehog ass balls all the way the fuck down. <clears throat> the stairs is covered in small pieces of candy and razor blades. They go hand in hand. And uh Krieg is not happy as he's like cutting himself on his way down. He's kind of fucked up. Um he's his hands are fucking covered in bloody cuts. And he's struggling as Sam is attacking him again I like and he's again and again. Trying to open the door with his fucking like damaged digits. He's like, ah, ah, fuck, ah. <laughs> and then Sam pours salt in his wound. Right? Uh, so uh, during this uh, kerfuffle and, you know, things like of that. <laughs> the Donnie uh, broke. Yeah. <laughs> Craig manages to get the other hand, grabs himself a shotgun, and shoots Sam across the room. Does he pull his mask off first? Um... All I know is when he slides across the floor, it's the funniest shit. It reminds me like what he does. He does. He rips off the the burlap man. I'm sorry. And 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 it's 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 not a child's face. And it's like a demonic pumpkin. And yeah. I'll say it. It looks kind of not good. Yeah. That's and he, probably my only real nitpick with this movie. horribly deformed like pumpkin head with beady little eyes Stitches. and like sharp teeth. Yeah. It's it's a. Definitely a product of the early thousands. So Krieg gets the upper hand, shoots him at close range. Uh, just across the floor. Right. That's and so he slumps good. against the front door. And then Krieg shoots him again and blows his hand off. Yes. Before yes. dialing 911. But the line goes dead and Krieg is like his like like Achilles tendon yeah. or whatever is fucking cut. I'm pretty sure that's what he got with a little candy bar. Yeah. Uh, as he falls to the floor, Sam gets up and puts his mask back on as Krieg backs up against the wall, knocking a table and its contents all over the floor. Did you catch this part as his hand is crawling back to him? He yeah. goes, what the fuck? What movie is that from? <laughs> the thing. The thing. It's actually a lot of thing references in here. Oh, dope. Yeah. Um. So, um. Uh, wow. Okay. Where was I? Sorry. I'm having so much fun here. Uh, the contents go on the floor. Uh, Sam removes his pumpkin sucker from his pocket, takes a bite out of it, and starting uh, to show these sharp ed marks uh, that he's going to stab Krieg with, approaches him, raises it, goes to stab him, brings the sucker down on Krieg's chest right over his heart, but instead of stabbing him, lodges the sucker into the discarded candy bar from earlier. Uh, it's like in Avengers when Loki goes to tap uh, Iron Man's heart to keep control of him, but the arc reactor nullification a factor. Right? It also, landed on his chest when he knocked the table over. Also, they showed the, the scene where, like, the doggy doors flapping like Sam got in that way. Bullshit. Look at that kid's fucking pumpkin head. <laughs> there is no way. That kid's barely fitting through the regular door. Right. Right. He's good. You just see his little body struggling and his fucking head sucking like, hey, I'll be... Yeah. So Sam uh, proceeds to chew in the candy bar and leaves the room appearing satisfied. 
Yeah, he's just like, I just want a candy. Dude. He looks back at Krieg, who watches in puzzlement before leaving the house. Door slams shut of its own, and that's the end that we see of Sam for the moment. Mm-hmm. We then see the pictures that Krieg had thrown into the fire as the camera zooms in and shows the eight kids from this bus massacre revealing that Krieg was the driver. He was actually the band leader of Slipknot before they got big. The tour manager. That's right. Later, and I love this, a heavily bandaged Krieg answers the doorbell and is giving candy away to trick-or-treaters. Do these adorable little kids with I like your mummy costume, Mr. Queen. <laughs> and he's like, but he's still fucking handing out candy. Because he don't want to get his ass fucking killed. Right. Myrtilated. Uh, he sees Sam uh, leave and go towards M.N. Henry's house, the mm-hmm. robot in Flash Gordon. That's right. Very and I want to see Leslie Bibb die again. As we uh, see that she's blowing out the pumpkin and fucking giving the whole tape speech about her mom. Uh, we got Rhonda who walks across the street pulling her wagon absentmindedly and sans friends and is almost hit by a car carrying the werewolf goals, girls who are laughing in human form now. Yes. Billy Wilkins sits next door on his porch handing out candy wearing a costume made up of his father's bloody f- clothes from earlier. He's dressed like his little boff cubo daddy. Yeah. The lady killer. Complete with glasses. kills ladies. And buddy shirt. He's killed. He'll kill again. Completely unaware that his father is dead. Craig walks back inside and the doorbell rings again. He opens it to see the children from the school bus massacre Who standing could it on be the porch. Now the boy with the vampire mask says, Trick or treat. He said, Technically, I killed everybody. You're clear. And extends his bag before the children leap forward and begin to rip Krieg apart. The end. And scene. Do you kids want to see a dead body? <laughs> All right, let's do the kill count. So, uh, the deaths kind how, of all over the place here. How was, how was your poop? It was good. It was glorious. It was good. Glorious day. I caught mine at 12. Uh, I have 18. I didn't, I didn't like count out the, 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 the school bus kids, so um, we'll see where we land here. So, number one, Emma, throat slit with a lollipop. Sammed. Uh, then she was dismembered. Sammed again. Number two, Charlie. Turned into a human chocolate fountain. Herman the Herman. Uh, number three is the kid in the grave. Down a clown. Number four, woman at parade. Uh, was uh, killed by uh, Wilkins as the vampire. The lady killer who's killed and will kill again. Number five is the eight kids on the bus drowned in the lake after it crashed. The wheels on the bus go drowned and drowned. <laughs> <laughs> number six, Sarah dragged away uh, and then killed. Eaten, possibly? Yeah. Number seven, Macy, also killed. Eight, Chip. Nine, Schrader, all killed by the zombie kids. Fuck them. Fuck those kids. Number ten, uh, was is it nine guys around the campfire? Oh, I, I didn't count any of them. Uh, killed in various ways by the uh, werewolf ladies. They I got, think it's nine. They got wolfed. Uh, number eleven is Principal Stephen Wilkins, Wilkins, who was eaten by Were Lori. That's right. Uh, number 12 is Mr. Krieg killed uh, by all the uh, zombie kids. I, I forgot to say this. As, they, as he's being ripped apart, it's in like a comic book panel form. Right, which they actually sell a comic book of this. And what I loved about this is that, as we normally always call this out, but I wanted to do it here instead, is that technically all these kills take place off screen. You do see the aftermath for many of them on screen. However... Every death itself, it's yeah. throat slitting, anything like that, uh, all happens off screen. Yeah, you know It's what? still a bloody movie, 
You but, just don't see the moment of impact. Right. Huh. Right? Yeah, I guess so. So, what was your favorite kill, Nachos Go? If I had to... If I had to pick my favorite kill of this movie... I mean, dude, it's the school bus massacre, which Dracula started. Really? I mean, probably, yeah, right? I mean, no, I don't... Fuck. Uh, the one where the mental patient jumps out of the window and his head explodes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's awesome seeing Leslie Bibb get killed for being such a stupid bitch. Um, but probably the kids getting murdered by the school bus massacre. What about you? Charlie. Oh, uh, yeah. I like Charlie's whole... The whole lead-up... And then, like, the surprise at the end with that, that was good. So, um, I'm going to jump in here real quick. And now, Billy is a product of the state. Yeah. Maybe in Trick or Treat 2, which they're never going to fucking make for some reason, he'll be a killer. Would he get some trivia? Yeah, so I... this whole, Are we on the trivia? That's very trivia to say that. Okay, so... Idiot savant. Just the idiot, thank you. Thank you. No greetings. What seems to be your boggle? My boggle? Now it's time for some stuff you should know. All right, so Mr. Wilkins, the lady killer. I was getting very creepy pedo vibes off of him. And you know why that is? Because he played a character who was a psychiatrist and a pedophile in a 1996 movie a decade earlier called Happiness. Where there's a very awkward... Happiness? Happiness. Ha! Penis. Uh... Where there's a scene where he's trying to seduce this kid and like drug his ice cream, but it's done in a very quirky and wacky way. Talking about fucking kids. Okay, so that's why I was getting creepy kid vibes. Kid fucker vibes off that guy. There you go. Okay. You Thanks. got any trivia that doesn't involve fucking kids? Thanks for that. Yeah, no problem. Right. Most of the jack-o'-lanterns were made out of either foam or ceramic. Uh, an on-set joke was that no pumpkins were harmed during the making of this film. <laughs> the kid with a lollipop in his mouth who peeks in on the girls in the changing room where they're trying on the Halloween costumes is a pervert. Is the actor who plays Sam throughout the rest of the movie. That kid was five in this, by the way. I mean, I'm sure those gals aren't really popping tits out on those rooms, you know. The look of Brian Cox's character is based on director Wes Craven. John Carpenter. <laughs> The film was originally slated to be released in October 2007 for Halloween. Warner Brothers, without explanation or reason, pulled the film from the schedule and no rescheduled date was announced. One reason might have been that Saw 4 was slated for release around the same time and Warner Brothers did not want to compete against it in fears of a big opening against them. What's the better movie? <laughs> Come right? on, what are we talking about? Another possible reason that the film was buried by the studio was that it was possible fallout from the box office disappointment of Superman returns, which was co-written by writer director, Michael Doherty and both produced by and directed Brian by Brian Singer. Totally radically different movies. Production company produced this film legendary. There was a brief talk that the film would finally be released around Halloween 2008 and possibly early 2009, but neither release ever materialized. The film was eventually released straight to DVD in October 2009. Cuz real talk, I remember seeing previews for this movie like this looks like it's going to be fun. Yeah, I was super excited. Uh the candy bar that Sam uses to attack the old man is the same candy bar he got from the principal earlier in the movie. The principal put razor blades in the chocolate bars he'd handed out. No shit. So not only is he a lady killer, he's a child killer. And lastly, as I sp said earlier, every single death in the movie occurs off camera. The deaths are either obstructed by something or the camera cuts away right before the character truly dies. Uh, and this is a rare feat for a horror film. 
Yeah, you know what? I, I didn't even realize that until you said it. So, time for the final cut. Well, what do you know? I asked for final cut, and I got it! <laughs> so, Nachos, what did you like? What did you not like? What would you change? And your thoughts and ratings, sir. Okay, Uh, so... This movie has easily grown to cult status where it deserves to fucking stand. Uh, kind of a bummer we don't have a sequel. Or Oh, shit! I do have a bit of trivia that I just thought of. Remember FearNet? Yes. FearNet was fucking awesome. So so not Fear.net. No, not that fucking movie. FearNet was like a... Uh, Shutter before Shutter was Shutter. Yeah, it was, like, so it was a streaming service that you would get through like either DirecTV or Dish. Very it, good. Was, it had its own channel, I believe, mm -hmm. but also... It had just like a database of movies that you could watch that they would uh, update throughout the throughout the year. So yeah, and, and they would I, have some bangers. They'd have some rare stuff that you'd never seen before. The first time I saw Alone in the Dark was yeah. on that. They'd have some really good stuff that like you'd heard about. They'd have some new stuff. It was really cool. Yeah, dude, they were good shit. Uh, so Michael Doherty did a series of commercials for them starring Sam. So like. It's kids east hunting for Easter eggs and Sam's there. And then like, I don't know, monsters oh, come out of there because they had like a series of them. And those were fucking cool. And real talk, I don't think anybody's going to get mad if they bring us more Sam. So this movie, I mean, a fucking Halloween masterpiece, a classic cult classic. If you don't like this movie, you're fucking dumb. <gasps> I kind of wish Danny Elfman did the soundtrack. Because that Good. would be right at home. Be right up his alley. I'm not mad at the soundtrack we got, but it just could have been a little better. Uh, it, cinematography is fucking great. Uh, do the environments feel the embodiment of Halloween? I like the way the stories all kind of a uh, double helix intertwined with intermingle with each other. Intermingle. That's right. Uh, my only complaint. And this is just me nitpicking. I think Unmasked Sam looks a little wonky. It's not the greatest. You know what? It's better than Jason Takes Manhattan. Toxic toxic Waste Melted Jason. Uh, I give this 10 out of 10 uh, suckers. No, candy bars with third blades in them. How about you, Cincinnati Jeff? Well, as I said earlier, I went out and bought this movie immediately after viewing it. I really, really like it. Like you said, it's a bummer. They didn't get a big theater release. Yeah. People are just now getting there, getting there with it. Cause so many people I talked to in prior years have been like, no, I've never seen that before. I'm like, Oh, you have to watch it. Yeah. This is a recommendation for sure. And it's hard to sell a direct to DVD movie to people because so much bad shit comes out. But this thing is well, look how much bad shits in theaters too. This thing is looking at you, Rob zombie, the perfect sum of all its parts. Uh, like you said, the whole way that it, it doesn't really have a frame, but th that makes it unique as the stories intermingle with each other. When like Laurie and everybody's walking, like you can see Principal Wilkins dressed as the the vampire in the background. Uh, Sam is in several different scenes. The kids walk through in different spots. Like the kids that are like going to scare Rhonda are kind of in the background at some spots and sort of like uh, it's just really fun. Billy shows up later on dressed as his dad. What's your least favorite segment? I was actually going to ask you what your what your favorite one was. Here, but let's wait to say the same okay. Well, my God, we'll do it at the same time together, <laughs> and then we'll queef together. Um, you did. You hit, pretty much hit the nail on the head on a lot of my feelings. The, yeah. the soundtrack, the score, it's a little lacking. It is. Danny Elfman could have really punched. Oh it my up God, sure. dude! Yeah, just having some fucking Danny Elfman dick slaps on this. Perfect for this. And this movie, it's 
It's not a, it, it's less than 90 minutes, like 82 minutes long. It's not a long movie. It doesn't have to be overbearing. And it, it's not just, it's not like full throttle, but you're never bored. If you're not watching this while kids are coming to your door and trick or treating, you're kind of fucking up. Yeah. Cause this is ideal. You're for never that. bored. We got the opportunity to see it on the big screen last year. Uh, at the drive-in, oh, yes, we did. Uh, and uh, I froze slasher, my dick off. Uh, slasher uh, fest, slash fest. Yeah, what what do they got going on this year? Uh, so last year it was Halloween four, trick or treat, trick or treat, and yeah. oh, Elvira. Yeah, Elvira's good. Which yeah, I didn't stick around. Not for bad it, because the the other theater had um, Rocky Horror Picture Show, trick Night Before Christmas, and Critters. Why wasn't Critters on mine and then Elvira on theirs? I don't, I didn't, that didn't make any sense to me. Critters is pretty terrifying for small children. Uh, dude, Elvira had more, more to that speed. It's got oh, jokes for parents, it's got jokes for kids. Still one of my favorite parts when she fucking wangs her head on that board. <laughs> How's your up. head? <laughs> I got no complaints. <laughs> <laughs> I get no complaints. I think the werewolf shit's probably the weakest, weakest part. So but it's still pretty good. Uh, I give this movie a 10. Fucking razor blade of candy bars out of ten. There you go. Ten cats in a bag out of ten. <laughs> Speaking of cats, <laughs> dude, that was awesome. You made the fucking cat noise and Boots jumped and, up and he's done. He's like, "You wanted this? You want this pussy? You want to touch this pussy? You want this fucking pussy, dude? It's just I. Do you like Halloween? Yeah, you love this movie. There you go. Yeah. Even with the whole fact that the movie, like the, it's not, it's very not really gory. You could probably and, and this is this was like build and still to this day kind of sold as like a horror comedy. It has. Funny parts, sure, but I don't really see the comedy in this. This is much more of a straight horror movie. Oh, there's tongue-in-cheek shit. Like, when you go back and rewatch all the werewolf stuff, like, oh, blah, 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 he had bad taste. Yuck, right, yuck, or yuck, yuck, yuck. Brian Cox is dressed up in the hey, great mummy costume. But, like, like oh, fuck you. <laughs> this isn't this isn't the horror comedy that you would have expected. You could probably show your kids this, depending on the age, you know, not like, you're four. <laughs> this is how I traumatize my I kids. would wait until they at least get the double digits, right? A ten-year-old can handle this. Yeah, but it's also scary enough to be like, "That was good." We gonna fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> uh so all right. Favorite, because I, I did want to ask, what was your favorite and least favorite skits? I go the werewolf shit was probably the lamest, and that kind of hurts me to say that because I am a werewolf myself. So, the transformations were dope, but the uh, story was just kind of. Mm, it was. It was. It was the briefest. It was just there. I kind of feel it was tacked on. Um, but whatever. I did like the, the the lead away though. That were like you just assume it was out to get her fucking banged i kind of didn't want to see the lady killer die because he was a good character but anyway i know you got to break some eggs to get an omelet uh and then the probably the second half of the school bus massacre is the best because they look like little slipknots they look like little little Corey, uh, whatever the fuck Taylor's. so for me what about you bud the weakest was actually actually uh the krieg sam one for me oh well you're dumb and wrong I didn't. I don't love that one as much, um, because it just kind of awkwardly pauses and ends, and then you get like, the little surprise at the end when the dudes, when little kids show up. That is fun. It's not. It's fun, and I'm not like, oh, it's terrible. It's just hey, they Ooh, all can't be number man. one. My favorite though is honestly the principal, and you know, like, you that's said earlier, really like, man, too. I really, I really want more of that. Right? You were like, I wish I knew what happened to the mom. Like, I, I would love I a follow up movie. <laughs> Like a prequel or something, just yeah. just on that, just on that story. That was very interesting. A serial killer principal who is just going balls to the walls on Halloween night, like killing this kid, handing out razor bar candy, eating bitches in the alley. What if he like had a white mask on and stalked babysitters? Evil dies tonight. 
You didn't think we were going to fucking say that's it. That's right. Evil dies tonight. That's, uh, so you know what? That's like a playoff of, but it's like love lives forever or whatever. When he has that little money jar thing in there. Sure. Uh, that part was kind of whack, but that's what I would, I would, I would yeah. love a, a principal story like further fleshed out. Cause that was really good. But yeah, what, if I got it, I would, might not like it. Why? I like, I, I love these little vignettes. I love anthology horror. I'm a sucker for anthology horror, which right. is kind of what Halloween Kills felt like, too. Uh, so, uh, you got anything else to add before we end this? Uh, yeah, actually, I wanted to let our... Uh, I was going to ask our listeners, what are you guys doing for Halloween? What are, you, what are you dressing up as? Are you going as a sexy toaster? Is your boyfriend going to go as a bathtub? You guys doing, like, cool couples costumes? What are you guys doing? Why don't you, why don't you fucking tell us? Why don't you fucking tell us at our hotline? 704-666-2814. That's right. That is 2814. Call us and tell you what you think we should go as for Halloween. If I should go as a lady killer who has killed, it will kill again. Or if I should go as Ghostface. Or Ghostface. You know what, dude? I'm thinking I might go as Ghostface because there's a screen movie coming up and... What if I win a Shaggy under the mask? There you go. That'd be fun. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, call the hotline. Yeah. Yell as fucks. Maybe there'll be a new message for you. Yeah. Who knows? Could be. Maybe could it won't be. be deemed too sexy and we have to take it off the air again. We could play it. Dude, we could play it up there for you. We could play it. Should we play it? No, 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 no. I mean, we can play the, your your voicemails. Oh, yeah. Call us so air. you can hear your dumbass voice talk and we'll make fun of you. Because that's what we do. We're fine. We're nice like that. Exactly. We're nice guys. Exactly. That like our fans. So that's all I've got. I think I'm good here, bud. So remember, always stay spooky. Lady killer.